Welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Moralia Python Radio. I don't even know what episode. No one knows. It's it's episode 473. Uh, Point two. I, I, I have to be start eight. Here. What? Four seventy three. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> <laughs> Never doubt me again. Never. <laughs> wow, you got a carpet fest, and I got a yeah, carpet fest. Yeah. Northwest. I went here. for the southern carpet fest. You know, the, the, I, I'm trying to bring them back into the fold because they left us, and it still hurts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, apparently Bill said that he's about ready to have another one. So. Oh, I'm so, oh. not all of that. Oh. That was on GTPP. GTP it's been so long have since we, I said that no, name. We, have, why, why haven't we assimilated <laughs> them yet into the network? Get on that. Yeah, I know, right? Chop, <laughs> yeah, chop. just drag them in, knock them over the head and drag them in. That's how we're going to do it. Just start absorbing you podcasts. You no choice. Yeah. <laughs> It's called a hostile takeover for a reason. Nobody wants it to happen. <laughs> uh, so it is just you and me tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, horrible miscommunications have led to this happening again. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, the anniversary show, I guess, will be next week. Next episode. Yeah. No, no, we can't do next week because uh, we're going to have to school. Oh, holy week. crap. Maybe we're going to we'll, end up recording twice might, next week. Yeah, we might have to, uh, but that's cool because then we'll get a break. That yeah, all right, okay. I'm beginning to see this. Somebody said, I think it was Jason this weekend. He's like, I hate that you guys aren't live anymore. I can't call in and cause a ruckus. So I'm like, you never did. Like, <laughs> yeah, wait, Jason Balance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, you mm. never did. He goes, yeah, but the option was always there. I'm like, <laughs> just in case. Like, just in case I want to cause trouble, I can always call this yeah. NPR boy. It's like. Right. Sorry, yeah, I'm like we like it this well, way. It was pretty cool that you would have Jason Balin call in, just harass us. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, I did. I do enjoy yeah. that. I did enjoy yeah. the when we had the guest on, and then somebody would call, and it would be like, like Balin's on, and Howard calls in, or um, you know, all that other stuff. And then it was the looming threat of my father. So yeah, I, I miss, <laughs> I miss having that gun pointed at my head at any moment. So. Yeah, I, we got. We're gonna try to have to figure that out because uh, for the holiday show, mm. because mm-hmm. we have one host and three guests. That is what we're allowed maximum. Okay, so I mean, I mean, we could send him a link. Of course, we'd have to deal with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> am I am I gonna have to like go through a bunch of shit to get him on it just for him to rip me apart? I don't like this. I don't like this no, at he'll all. He'll just have to click a link. He'll he, he will be fine, but yeah, behind the scenes will be where it will be. Uh, yeah, we have to make it seamless for him because you know he's that old. Yeah, and he's just he, he gets technology. confused and angry by they technology. Yeah, and college football's not been here, so he's having a weird year. I mean, you know, it's but but he has been growing his list of grievances. So yeah. Yeah, my uh, I might. So I think my dad might come on and air a list of grievances for the line at Hamburg. I, I really, <laughs> I, you know, the problem is I got to stop telling people that you're coming because this has been like the third time or something like that where I'm like, oh yeah, Eric's coming. I actually came. I, no, 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 you weren't in the building. It doesn't count. So it's I tried. And like you know, people are like, oh, Eric's coming. I'm like, yeah. And then you're like, ah, I went home. I'm like, well, I look like an asshole. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> 
<laughs> Nobody wants to Nobody see, wants me, to anyway. see <laughs> me. They, I'm the gatekeeper to you. So they just want to, you know, they're all chummy with me to get to you. The second I said, you're uh, not yeah, coming, they're all like, get the hell out of here then. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> so we're done yeah. with you. What? Get out. It's a kid. So, so, uh, well, I'll start with that story. Yeah. Um, so I think I sort of said this, that my dad was getting back into reptiles, which I guess could be a good thing or a bad thing. Well, we have to discuss his choice of reptiles. I agree with most of them. Some, I think he's shooting pretty low, like fish in a barrel without any water. Like, he's like, I got a cow king. All right, I accept this. And I got green anoles. (laughs) You kept Western Diamondbacks, sir. (laughs) Like, why why, why did you go that that far back? (laughs) I don't, I think, well... He, you know, he really loves the uh, the heel monsters, and he always wanted to work Do with them. And I was like, "Well, Dad, they, they, you know, you're kind of running out of time, yeah, yeah. bro. You might want to, Dad. Wanna, uh, Dad, you're gonna die. Put on the list quick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all do, I mean, but you know, like, oh, saying. thank you, son. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like that was a good talk. <laughs> <laughs> What a good son you are. I'm blessed to have sons like a son like you, Eric. Just, yeah. Damn, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. So so he, he goes I again I, I I miss the and and we were talking in our little chat mm-hmm. about this today, mm-hmm. is that I wonder why it's so difficult to sort of like Oh, how am I trying to say this? Like, you know, like when you're a kid, you're fascinated by something. Right. And that fascination gets lost when you start getting into the hobby. And it's, hmm, I don't know. No, I mean, I get it because like, let's put it this way. The fascination when we all first got into it was this carpet python. Oh, it could be the fuggliest carpet. Why? Like it's, that's what it's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. And then you see. Another one that's like prettier or bigger or like, dare I say, a morph. And then you jump to that one and dump to that one. And it's hard to keep coming back to that first base that you got that to find it interesting. Some people can. Other people like myself kind of wander in the woods for a while and then kind of come back and go, oh, yeah, I love these things. Like these things are awesome. Like it takes it's a circle. So, you know, every once in a while you got to come back to it. And I think a lot of the times. People who have diverse collections are easier to reconnect with those things, especially if some of the stuff that they have in their diverse collection is, say, a wild type, you know? Yeah. Because then it's the I w- – I'm interested in this brown, brown, ugly water python with an orange belly that nobody gives a damn about. Why? Because I think it's freaking awesome, and that keeps you kind of grounded to where you're supposed to be. Yeah. I wonder – I think I – think- my thought is, is that like, why is it that an anole hmm. will fascinate you when you're a child? And then once you've kept other reptiles, why is it any less fascinating? All right. Well, let's th- well, think about it this way. When you were a kid, you, you know I, I, do, I do. When you, you know, when you were a kid and you go to the Philadelphia zoo, you're like every single cage in that reptile <laughs> house was like oh that thing's amazing and now that we're older and in herpticulture we walk in and i'm like eyelash viper <laughs> like can you keep walking it's like it, you kind of go through and you're like seen it seen it own it seen it <laughs> it's crap and then you leave like you know and it's almost like you need to be further impressed like 
You know, yeah. when we went to Crocosaurus Cove and we were at every single thing of glass because this wasn't the normal shit that we see. You know, even when you go to an, even yeah. what, like I went to the Columbus Zoo reptile house and they have Timors and scrubs mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, these things are awesome. Cause that's not what I would normally see when I went to a zoo. You know, you see the eyelash viper, you see the emerald tree yeah. bow, you see the iguana. Cool. That was a fun thing. Next. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I know. Well, let, I'll just start mm. with, with myself. But like to me, that's why I know that carpet pythons are my thing mm-hmm. because. I never, never get tired get of learning about them. I never get it. You know, I can see like what you're saying, an ugly one. Like somebody sent me a picture of one mm-hmm. that the movies were hatching out in a pile of trash, <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, Oh God, they do themselves no favors with that whole crap. It's yeah. thing. It's like, no, come on, man. <laughs> like, and it doesn't matter how popular they are or I don't care how popular or how unpopular right. they, they could are. be popular as shit and then go down to being completely unpopular and worth like it. They could be $5,000 a baby to $50 a baby. I don't care. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I guess this is so with him, mm-hmm. right? He, he goes, he gets these, these annuls and he's, uh, you know, he sets up like a, I, I, he doesn't even know what bioactive is. All right. All right. Then. <laughs> um, but, but the thing of it is, mm. is that, and, and, and as a keeper, I guess this is where, you know, I, I strive to be. It's like, he's not worried about what other people think. Right. He doesn't care. Like, you know, um, what the latest trend is. He doesn't care. He hasn't set up an Instagram for every single anole yet. Yeah, right. He just knows that, you know, like, okay, I kept these before. Right. Let me let me set up this this cage and then let me adjust according to behavior. Right. And you know? we'll see what and, happens. Right. And so he tweaks it yeah. out and like you know, he sits the, he finds fascination just watching them. So he has them set up by like this window in his house nice. and you know, in the dining room and, and again, like it's in. this nice setup yeah. and the sunlight comes in and he sees them pop out and he watches them do the you know neck thing and all this. And I was like, Well, dad, you, you could move to Florida and probably see them every day. <laughs> you can sit out you can sit on the deck with your coffee and they'll come walking right up to you. And then you know what? You don't have to take yeah. care of them. They go away <laughs> yeah. into the into the backyard. Right. Yeah. So 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 he's he you know th- this was his uh so he's had this king snake to give people an idea he's had this king snake since um the NRABC show was in Philadelphia Dear god <laughs> <laughs> So it's a 20 years Dear ago. lord yeah well yeah. that's how old this But that's thing the thing is, like right? you know how many people can say they've had a Cali king for 20 years yeah, I, the only one I know is my dad. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that I'm, dude, that I can't. I got my first Callies um, 10 or 11 years ago, and they're all gone. I mean, either they died or I sold them, or you know, this, that, and the other thing is the collection fluctuates, but you know, it they're supposed to live to be 15, 20 years old, maybe even more. And here's the crazy thing mm. he feeds them birds. Uh, <laughs> Where does he get the birds? Every once in a while, he feeds them. But for the most part, he feeds them birds. He, he feeds them. I think chips. we okay. I think we talked to your dad the one time. Does he does he grab mice that he finds like running around the yard and throws yeah. them in there? Yeah, and like you know, I I say to him all the time. I was like, I was like that's yeah, wrong. That's, <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? And he's like, 
what would it do if it escaped? I, and it was I, out shut up! With, <laughs> shut up with your <laughs> sense making. Right? Like, like it, mm. but you want to sit there and be like, I, like, like how many people have ever said to you, "I got mice in my kitchen. Bring one of your snakes over." And you're like, "I'm not feeding your dirty ass kitchen mice to my <laughs> snakes." And here yeah. your father is whacking field mice and chucking them into his Cali King cage. And we're like, on paper, that yeah. shouldn't be okay. But all right. Like, yeah, I, 20 years old. Man. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's never had a respiratory infection. Not. It's never been sick. It's never it, been. It, it, the last time I saw him at, um, I saw him down at your place and he was like, I just wheel the cage outside in the summertime. I'm like, didn't it get too hot? Yeah. I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, you know what he does? He has this, like he made, so my dad's a real DYI type yeah. of guy. Right. And like he, which I don't know what, I, where I'm slacking. Yeah. What the at. fuck? I, I Gene or Is that skip a generation or what? <laughs> you know, anyway, yeah. he, uh, he, he built this roof for, the tank, right. right? So he has this tank and he brings it out all summer long. He leaves it just outside mm-hmm. and he has like um, grapevines that like trellises and yeah. grapevines in his backyard. Yes, he lives in Philadelphia, which is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. This, what? It's weird. Anyway, um, <laughs> he has this thing. He, he wheels it underneath there so it has some shade, right. but it still has, you know, the, the, the elements of whatever's going on. And he has like this little roof that he puts on. So if it rains too hard, it's sort of like, well, go off of right, the, off of the cage. So it doesn't Still get ventilation coming in. Nice. Like, like, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I, I see what you're doing here. But like every summer, as soon as it's like, warm enough, it it sinks outside. Yeah. And, you know, it's just during the summer, he put, I mean, during the winter, he puts it in his basement. Yeah. And he just leaves it there. And I'm like, well, this is probably working because it's, it's a Kelly a, King North American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if he's like not in, I don't know. I don't know why he's not getting another snake, but I was like, dad, you know, what do you want? You want a carpet Python? What do you want? I have I've uh, done tons, python? I have tons of pythons. Do you want one? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Oh, it's you like, want the no. one thing I don't have. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So now he's sort of like looking into uh, to geckos is their thing, right? So oh, he's like trying, there's a book coming out I hear that he could get into. Yes, how about that? Plug the book, you know, yeah, dear God. Good. You know, right um, when I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna buy a few more books and I'm gonna cool it, and then Justin's like, the complete knob tail, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, it's like yeah. add it to the list of things I need to buy now. Yeah, he. Um, so. That comes out in December. Yeah. The cool thing is that, uh, yeah, we'll have Justin. Of course. It's like we have to have a book tour. We should have special music yeah. when we have people come on who've written books. Book tour. Welcome to another edition of MPR Book Corner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fancy, fancy violin music. Yeah. Habit, you know? <laughs> and uh, sit by the fire. Exactly. As we ah, read, ah, uh, didn't uh, see you there. Hello. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just do it that way. Yeah. Oh. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's pretty cool. Justin's been working on that book for a that's long awesome. time. So it's, um, I don't even know who is, uh, I'm going to have to look that up real quick mm. because I don't want to be embarrassed that, uh, I'm not given, uh, the co-author, the, yeah. Yeah. But no, it's, it's, it's really good because that's another species that, I mean, it, I would feel like knobtails are like the carpets of gecko. Everybody's popularity goes towards cresteds. And then if you want a giant gecko or a retic, you get the lichianus. But then there's these little ones off to the side that are kind of weird and don't act like all the other ones. And it's like, that's where knobbies are. So I kind of would like to see more popularity happen with them because you see a ton of 
crested breeders. Like it, it's almost like ball pythons are everywhere uh, when you go to shows and you rarely ever see some of the other species of geckos. Uh, uh, some of the ones that might be more difficult to breed uh, cave dwellers um, and knobbies. So I would like to see them kind of have a little bit more representation. Yeah. So the, yeah, I'm with him. Mm. The the book is from uh, from Eco. It's the complete, you know, yep. like the complete series, um, and it's uh, Justin Julander and um, Michael Plank. Cool. So, do you have the complete series? Yeah, all of them. All. Jesus. Yep. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Um, I just like them. I think they're. I think they're. Uh, no, no, trust me. I mean, out. I want them all, but what's wrong with you? <laughs> so what is there? There's the complete children's. Yep. There's the complete knobtail. That, no. yep. complete oh, wait, I don't, I don't have them all. Mm. You don't, don't have the complete ball python? What's wrong with you? No, I do have that. You don't um, have the complete sub The complete North American box turtle. I didn't know there was. There was? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's by Carl Franklin and David Kilpatrick. All right. I got, um, I got my cousin, the complete sub I'm like, read this and learn. Uh, I have that yeah? one. Yep. Yeah. Mm. I will never probably keep sub in my life. But, yeah, <laughs> but in case, it's right there. Just in case. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do have to pick up the more complete mm-hmm. boa constrictor. I haven't picked that one up yet. And uh, obviously I have the complete chondro and all that stuff and the carpet. Yeah. But uh, I have to do that one. But yeah. I mean, we've been talking to Justin about his knobtail book forever. Yeah, no, so I'm glad that uh, it's coming out. I think it's coming out sometime in December, but they are doing um, uh, pre-orders, you know, like pre-orders now, um, which is cool. I think it's December 15th is when it's supposed to be shipping. Um and uh, somewhere, I think at the beginning of December, Justin's going to come on and we're going cool. to talk all about it. Cool. And, uh, chat about it. Yeah, that'll be fun. Get our knobtail fixed. You know, to me, I don't know. They're just cool geckos. They, I, dude, you know, if I ever set up a tank like of geckos, it would be them. No other gecko. Yeah. Yeah. That one or the one we saw in uh, the one I thought was a blackhead stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. The spike tail or whatever the hell they are, those... Yeah. yeah, they're gorgeous. Those I geckos. I know Rob just punched a wall. God damn it! Why don't you know the name of that? <laughs> he knows why. <laughs> I'm just not good with geckos. It doesn't matter. They're all the same. Now I've alienated yeah. the entire gecko people who are listening. But you know, <laughs> it's the same. Big gecko, little gecko, spiky gecko. <laughs> What's funny is it's the uh, so it's uh, let me just make sure and I'm going to get it right. Yes, I believe that it is the northern spiny-tailed gecko. Mm. I don't trust any animal that falls apart deliberately. So it's uh, Strophorus ciliaris. Sounds good to me. Yeah. yeah okay. I don't, just right. Whatever. If I fooled you, then Remember, we're good. Yeah, I mean, I'm the master <laughs> of the Latin here. Yeah. yeah, yeah barely function true. in English. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, that that should be should be really it cool. Is cool. It is cool. It is cool. That's exciting to have out there. And then... Um, you know, I, I like I told you several times, like getting back into buying up some of the books that I had um, before college and stuff of that. I'm like, I almost forgot how cool it is to, to get a reptile book and go through yeah. it and re- page through yeah. it. And I mean, I have um, I ended up getting the the Pythons of the World volume. Was it three? Yeah. I ended up getting that and going through that. I was like. 
Oh, yeah. well, you have a new species that's in that I, book, I, right? Well, I mean... Let's talk about Let's that. Let's talk about that. So I know we're kind of shifting like crazy. I know everywhere. This is, this is this is a you and me show. There's no schedule. We don't know what's happening. Yeah. It could be, it could be over at any moment. It's just whatever. But, anyway, bad enough of you. Yeah, it's and and a season like it's. Um, so yeah, I went to Hamburg and um, I was going to meet up with Eric Kohler, who I think around March before all this stuff kind of went down. It may have been Mm -hmm. a little bit before because I had just seen him at the February show. And then I would have seen him again in in April at Hamburg. So Mm -hmm. uh, he got a male Dunn's Python for me from KJ. Uh, Okay. And he had, uh, Eric got a pair. He posted up his mail today um, on Facebook. But he has a pair that are his and then he got an extra mail for me. So we were like thinking, all right, well, next Hamburg, just bring it to me. And then COVID hit and everything exploded. So Eric's been taking phenomenal care of my male Dunza Python for months. (laughs) Um, But apparently this thing has just been a bitch about eating. Like it just would not do anything. And Eric and I were kind of bouncing stuff back and forth from each other. And then it finally started taking frozen thawed uh, day old quail. Okay. And I'm like, okay, someplace to start. Like, you know, that's what, what, what I don't care what it's eating. It's eating. And that's a starting point. Like, and that's what right. everybody was kind of getting on my case about the, the fish thing fish. that I posted. People are like yeah. the parasite loading a goldfish. You said you're normal. I'm like, it's, you have two options. It either eats the fish or it dies. But now I have something to start on. I'm not going right. to keep it on fish its entire life. So I'm not going to pull out a whole salmon and walk it into my carpet python's cage. I'm just <laughs> – this is You're a not. place to get started. And then you right. wean it onto rodents. This or death. Oh, my God. I should give it a little bit of panicure or death. Like it's – yeah. Whatever. Right. Anyway, back to so it finally started eating quail, and Eric got it to eat a few times, and it's definitely smaller than his because okay. of, the, of the jump start, and also it still has a bunch of red color on it. It's almost completely red, like a baby savu, but okay. you can still see hints of freckles. If you look at Eric's mail that he posted up today, it's gray, just straight yeah. gray. So. Right. He, you can kind of see where his color is going to start changing on his head and around his mouth, but he has not done that yet, which is amazing because when I first posted pictures of the babies when I went to go visit KJ, mm-hmm. some guy from Europe is like, those aren't Dunn's pythons. They're a mix. I'm like, they're not. They're done. They're done. He goes, I've been importing Dunn-Eye for years, and they've never looked like this. I'm like, how young were you getting them? Like, because... Oh, yeah, like that. That makes a difference. Yeah, and they look. There's their mother. There's their father. Do you think they're done? He goes, "Oh, there you are." <laughs> I'm like, "Bite me!" It's like you know, don't <laughs> don't come hard at me and then try to be friends. Right. Go to hell. So, um, it's, <laughs> but, so um, I brought him home with everybody, and I tried feeding my baby red light. Cause I have the right. clutch of normals, which some of them are still alive. Some of them aren't really feeding. They're being weird, stupid baby bread lie. Mm-hmm. So I had three bread lie refused the live hoppers that I got them. Okay. So I'm like, ah, shit. I'm like, all right, well, 
I wonder. And I just picked up the hopper and I dropped it in the dumb ice cage and I closed it up. And I'm like, that was a little bit too big for him. I'm like, I'm going to open it up. And he's, he's got it halfway down his throat. And I'm like, we'll close really quick. <laughs> Like, oh shit. Nice. So I texted Eric immediately. I'm like, he just ate a live fuss, a live hopper. And he's like, that son of a bitch. <laughs> like, I I tried so many things. I tried so many live. He's like, I hate that thing. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so it it dude, it just goes to it like the difference between going from one person's facility to another's. And feeding with yeah. reptiles. Sometimes when they're young, that is enough to trigger them to start eating like crazy. So obviously Eric doesn't keep his stuff that much different from you or I. Right. But yeah. driving down in a deli cup and staying in a deli cup all day and going through the temperature fluctuations of being in a in a big building in the middle of October and then in my car and then finally getting tucked into a drawer, you know, in my quarantine. I don't know. Yeah, let's try to break this down. What is it? What? I, I can't I don't understand what, what that would be because we've seen it both ways yes. this season alone. Yes, right? we've seen. I sent you. You sent I me had the a red, red, jag, red jag. Yep. Right. That eaten. Everything was yep. great. And then she came here um, and she refused everything and anything except for she right. ate one pinky with chick down on its head. And then yeah. she refused everything until she ate three fish. I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't know. And that's that. the thing. It's the trigger. It, something happens. It's like how I, I'm, I'm always around the thing of like, Hey, hatch an animal that I want. Don't even try to get a feeding. Just send it to me. And I almost want to stop doing that because I almost feel like it would be better if you got it rolling. And I mean like rolling before you send it yeah. to me, because right. then it's going to be able to move i almost feel like it it's a reset it's a clock it's something that that stresses them out so badly that it takes them months to recover from it in some cases in other cases they just feel more comfortable where they end up i don't know why hmm. i guess but you would think you would think that shipping well let's put it this way of any kind is stress right so the, right? the baby dunai he was mm-hmm. born at ryan young's he was shipped okay. to KJ. Okay. KJ had him for maybe a day before he sent them all to Eric. Okay. So, so that's an enormous amount of enormous stress. Enormous amount of stress. The, right. the male and female, the other two, started right. eating immediately. Okay. He didn't. He finally took two quail, and then he came to me where he took a live hopper. Wow. Okay. So I wonder, so here's some thoughts, right? I wonder if it has to just do with, it's just the wrong prey. I, I would think that there's something in their head that tells them this is food and you have to somehow get that. But the problem is that we have such a mass array of things we can offer. That's, that's what I hate is that too easily do we immediately do the, it didn't take a mouse Therefore, I must now force feed it, which is more stress. Yeah, I would prefer it to eat on its own. I don't give a shit what it's eating. So, yeah, you can fix that. You can. You can do. I, dude, I, I have one. One of the other things I bought at Hamburg was I bought a captive born and bred blonde uh, hog nose, a Madagascar hog. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now I have two point two of those of the blondes. Yeah. Is that complete? Like, check? yeah, it's a done. That's a done deal. Because <laughs> okay. I want two more of the giants and I want two more of the speckled. So I want two point two of each. 
Okay. So we're done with the blondes, but he's on geckos. Okay. And the guy I bought him from explained this whole big thing to me. He has produced them numerous years. He told me how he does it. He says that they will, he says he might get one or two that start on rodents, but primarily they start on house gecko. Is that what they eat in the wild? I, I would assume lizard? because Madagascar, it's got to be that way. So okay. now my adults, I have no problem chameleon? feeding the mice. Maybe they're eating chameleons. Maybe. So, <laughs> okay. So I'm like, all right. So he gave me a deli cup full of geckos when I bought the hog nose. Okay. And um, we got home and these were feeder geckos. So, you know, uh, four out of the five were alive and hopping. And the one was just had just expired, I guess, at some point between, you know, the show and everything else. So right. I laid him down inside the hog nose cage. Hog nose ate him. So now we have success. He's not eating live geckos. He's eating pre-killed geckos. Dead geckos. So right. I froze all the other ones. So now what I'm going to do is thaw out the gecko, but I'm going to try to thaw out a mouse with the gecko and see if he'll take the mouse. Then we have success. Now okay. he's on this. So it's a good right. starting point. I can build off this. And if you know what, if he refuses the mouse, I'll feed him the gecko. And then in a couple of weeks, we'll try again. And if I have to contact this guy and have him bring me geckos at the next Hamburg, fine. You know? Hmm. I just wonder. I, see, see, this is like one of those things like we, we don't we don't really know the answers. We're just right. We're like just like, that's all it is. That's here, all we know? can do. Because yeah. what right. makes what mm. makes that one snake decide a mouse is not good enough, a chick is not good enough, but a fish is. Well, my thought, I, I guess my thought would be is that just like what we've seen in our travels is, is like, okay, these young snakes are basically feeding on um, you know, small lizards. Skinks. Right? Stuff because like that, yeah. Skinks, you know, stuff like that. Especially especially carpets in Australia, mm-hmm. more especially pythons in Australia. Actually, probably a lot of snakes <laughs> in, the, in the early days feed on skinks, yeah. right? Because they're just everywhere. Well, also, it's what's what's your size? Like, you know, maybe one baby carpet will be lucky enough to stumble across a tiny bird nest with little pinky birds in there, and it'll eat them. But what else is it that is their size that they can consume? I mean, I'm almost tempted mm-hmm. To sort of do an experiment with, like, if you take something like anteresia, right? Yep. If you, you know, I would, I would bet that if you offered them a skink, they would eat it right away. I want to say, um, because why would, why would an animal, yeah, why would a snake not want to eat to survive? So, like, you would think that, like, it would be in their DNA that they would, you know, you know, like, burned into their, you know, behavior is like, okay, I have to find something to eat. Well, and that's what's I need to eat funny X. is that, so, Dan Conglin over at um, Trap City Serpents, mm-hmm. he had a bunch of anteresia that were not eating. And he mm-hmm. tried that minnow thing. He right? tried the yeah. minnow thing, and that. they went all over it. So, it's like. That's what I always like. And that's what people kind of don't understand. This is not an alternative to food. This is a way, this is another bullet in the gun to try to get non-feeders eating. So. Yeah. You sort of have a couple different things, right? You have what species are you working with? Right. Um, What, what are they actually eating? What's their natural prey? If you can provide that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
because it may change from say, and you know, I mean, there might be some snakes that, you know, will go and eat baby mice or baby rodent of whatever type it would be. But, um, yeah, like I wonder if that has to do with size. So, Hmm. All of pythons. When they birds. hatch out, birds. are they going straight birds? Dude, right? I, yeah. I offered okay. every single olive python that hatched out a rodent, and they were like, no. And then I put chick down on it, and it was like crack. They were just like, what? Like it's well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So see, like, see how quickly something they if, just, if, they if you nothing, get the right didn't matter. That's the problem, is that when you go to offer food to a snake, you know when they're interested versus when you might have to try to tease them a little bit. Because yeah. they'll, they'll, you've got their attention. They start bridging the gap over towards you. They even just kind of fly out of nowhere and just nail it. And sometimes it takes a couple months for an animal to start rolling like that. But if you have a prey at them that kind of speaks to their like lizard brain, like their instinct yeah. that this is food, they come right this at it. Food. Right. And that's what's weird. It's like I have hmm. had no reaction from that red tiger jag that I got from you when it came to food. Mm-hmm. I offered her mm-hmm. that frozen thawed fish for the first time because I didn't see her eat and kill the other two because I put right. the fish in the water bowl and I left there. Um, right. I had that fish and I hung it like from tongs. I didn't even have uh-huh. to wiggle it. I, she was watching me bring it in the whole time. Hmm. But yet you've tried a, a hopper. I've tried hoppers. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried hoppers. I've tried live hoppers. I've tried six chick scent. I've tried a um, wing off of one of my chicks. I've tried a leg off of one of the chicks. Cause I find that like, if you cut the drumstick kind of deal, it's got feathers right. on it. That does real well. Um, and no, nothing. It was, it took, it took fish. So my Cape York uh, carpet python yeah. male mm-hmm. is, is finicky. Right. Yeah. And for a while, I thought maybe it was prey select, like, well, like what you're saying. Right. I'm like, maybe I'm feeding it the wrong thing. So I've been feeding it, trying to feed it rodents. And it has eaten rodents in the past. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just like this weird thing, right? So I'm like, okay, let me try a chick. Yeah. So I, I thought out a chick and I put the chick, nothing to do with it. Yeah. Doesn't, you know, it, it did. So actually, let me back Does it down. drop it? It does the drop. I hate that. Wrap it's worse. Drop, you know, it's, it's like, oh, God. Just refuse it. Just refuse it, you bastard. Yeah. Anyway, so so there's that, right? Mm. And then um, I, I'm sitting there and I'm I'm going to my uh, when Rob was here right. uh, at Carpet mm-hmm. Fest, he was talking about to me about how Poplin pythons, like this is not the carpet python, this is actual Poplin python. Right. Um, Apodora. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start calling them. Apodora. You just do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Apodora mm-hmm. would only take f- food. If it's offered a specific way, they're very. I've seen, I've seen that with with your yeah, animals. How you yeah. offer it. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there and I'm going, hmm. I've never tried this, but let me experiment. Let me see if I if I offer this the same way that Rob did the Apodora. Let me see if this if this works. Okay. And son of a bitch, it worked. It worked. What was the what so, was the way? So with that one in particular, is it's sort of like I grabbed the. I don't know what you would call it, but you know, like on dogs, the they have the scruff, scruff. on the yeah. back of their, their scruff. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if that was what yeah, it's called. It's, right. it's so, universal. Anyway, so I get the comments <laughs> and I, I grab the scruff right. and I give it head on. Right? Okay. 
I put a head on, and that thing annihilated that mouse. <laughs> he just is like, all right. So he's got, so he's got shitty right aim, away. and he doesn't know how to, how to, how to, you know, square it up. So you have to pretty much line him up perfect. But what, what I'm thinking in my head is like, what difference does it make? Well, is it because rodents are stupid and they would come right up to him sniffing? Maybe. Well, maybe, but, but I'm thinking like, is this, is this something to do with the snake and like how it, like maybe the snake can only, uh, eat it a specific way. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe it's an, it's an ease. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Don't we all have this, that one snake that's like chewing on the rat's tail for like an hour and a half. Cause that's where it bit it and doesn't know what's happening and ends up swallowing (laughs) it backwards like that. Yeah. This little special guys. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, one of it just chew on dude. The one of the retics didn't eat. Like I, I have the two retics on um, bunnies. Roxy size mm-hmm. bunnies, and uh, one of them didn't eat it. So I'm like, or didn't want it. Totally refused. He's in the middle of a shed. So I'm like, right. all right, well, who the hell? Am I? I'm like, I, I thought out this bunny. I'm gonna have to feed it to something, and I threw it to one of my uh, giant adult carpets. That I like, and she ate it, and I'm like, oh, oh, god, <laughs> like, oh, oh, <laughs> what oh god. <laughs> so, well, I would say that carpets probably feed on rabbits. Oh god, yes. Oh god, yes. And and my rabbits my monsters females. I mean, those rabbits are also just a little bit bigger than a, a jumbo rat. So it wasn't like I was pushing her, but you know, that's it. She's done. She ate, and now she ain't eating for till May. Like she's good. Right. Bye. So, right. Yeah. I don't know, man. This is stuff that see, this is the stuff that fascinates right. me. Right. You, you sort of think, and you're trying to think like, what would it be? Why? Like, why? Well, and that's, why would it, and that's why thing. would it do that? And this thing is, I hate it that we, as a hobby have gotten away from the problem solving because a lot of our problems have already been solved and a lot of the really hard stuff has already been done. So we kind of stopped trying to, but yeah, well, I mean, they haven't, but we've, we've gotten complacent. I don't need to experiment. Exactly. I don't need to experiment with my eggs because we now know that the temperature for pythons is this. I don't need to experiment with food because I know that I can feed, I, I feed this, I feed this, or I can force feed this. Or some, or mm-hmm. this animal needs to die anyway. Like it's all this other right. stuff. Literally, dude. It, like I just set up a five gallon tank with a twenty dollar filter, and I just went and got a bunch of minnows. I have to go right. get more. Like it. <laughs> and I was terrified of doing this stuff when when the rhinos were hatching because I'm like, fish are gonna suck. Fish are fucking easy. Like <laughs> you know what? I'd rather I'd rather do <laughs> I'd rather do a tank of fish than a rack of rodents. Like there's no smell. I feed them oh, maybe yeah. once a week. This makes so much more sense. Like it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean. I don't know. I don't know. It's. 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 it's it, it, you know, and then it's something that just popped in my head while you were talking. Yeah. It was um, thinking like, you know, when you hatch out a clutch, mm-hmm. right? If a clutch hatches out in nature, some of them are going to survive. Oh, those are going to die. That's why there's them, not, that's why they don't just have one die. baby. They're, they have right. multiple but, because maybe one makes it to adulthood. Right. Yeah. So, so I would think, is there a percentage of that clutch that's just programmed just like not to eat? I don't, I wouldn't say that because I think they're all programmed to, to, to go. 
Well, you know how like you have those, I mean, we've all probably experienced it, right? Mm -hmm. You you hatch out a clutch, you set them up, you have them in the same type of enclosure, same type of thing, you know, whatever it is that you keep baby snakes in, right? But it's like the same, they all have a perch, they all have a hide box, they all have a water bowl, whatever, you know, whatever the case would be, right? Um, And then you go to feed some and you'll get a, a, you'll get a percentage that'll just take, now let Let's just say, for sake of argument, that we're 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 not dealing with you know not the prey that they would eat. Right. Okay. Right. Mice, fuzzies, something like that. Yeah. Right. So so they all take. Right. I mean, they all are are turned on to try to to eat whatever you're offering them. Right. So are some, and then you get to that one where it's like they don't even tongue flick. Right. They like hide their head. They they go the other way. They run. It. I would say that maybe some are more outgoing than others and they're going to be the ones that are going to survive or have a better chance of survival but i would say that each one is wired to be a snake once it hatches but maybe some just don't turn it on when they're supposed to and yeah that's that's a a weakness because it is going to be survival of the fittest and it's the fittest to survive not like the physically fit it's fittest to survive so if you don't eat you die that done done deal that's nature. Right. Nature sucks. But even the one that eats a shit ton could end up dead if he goes to the wrong place looking for food because he's hungry all the time or doesn't hide when he's supposed to or stands out because he's brightly colored like that. For all you know, the I'm one that saying, was. Like, th- yeah, it, it's I understand what you're getting at, though. Yeah, yeah, like maybe Mother Nature has it geared to where, you know, a certain percentage of that clutch is just going to be food for something else. Well, and that's thing they will be. I mean, a bird or whether it's They a, will be, yeah. and that's it. And the problem is that you can't peg which one it's going to be that survives all the way to adulthood. It could be that slow starter because the slow starter well, hit a yeah, lot. that's true. And then all of a sudden right. when it starts picking up all its brothers and sisters because they ran out all gung-ho, got eaten. Like it's, So maybe it's the opposite. Exactly. So – Right. You don't. Yeah, that's a good point. You don't know. Right. And you can't really right. speculate. And, and you know, we're also – you can't look too far into it because, like you always say, these are snakes in a box in uh, a room in Pennsylvania when they're native to the jungles of Australia. Like, I, I cannot really say what they would do. Plus, at this point, how many generations removed are we from their wild counterparts? The closest ones I have to the wild the Brisbane's. Well, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Well, no, and I guess the Dunai now, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, I, 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 I don't know. That's the kind of shit that fascinates yeah. me. Well, but it's like, cool. as I, I'm, and and this is the thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you have discussions like this, it's it's sort of like you're what originally what I was thinking, and just by you saying what you mm-hmm. said, it's like making me think like, well, what I just said was total. No, (laughs) it's a different perspective and it's, it's all fuel to the fire because what you say might get me to say something, which gets us both now to a higher, to a different level of understanding this whole thing or to a different perspective. So it's fine. There there are no, you know, stupid things. And that's one of the things I hate most about (laughs) Facebook is there's no stupid shit. It's all fuel to the fire. It's all part of the discussion and smacking somebody down because they said something that maybe was a little, a little off, not dead bullseye. You're a dick. Like, you know, it's, and you just ruined the discussion. So I, you know, more than anything, Mm. I think that's what I miss from the forums. Right. Like to me, 
you could probably recreate it, it has nothing to do with going to an actual like a, site. a, a forum right. if you will or a website or whatever yeah. something besides facebook or whatever you want to say right but like to me like when you would go there that's the kind of discussions that would happen mm-hmm. where it's like somehow that the groups that I'm on, that's not happening on Facebook that I see. I, it, it almost seems... Which sort of drove me away from Facebook. I mean, you look yeah. at the... Not to throw stones at it, but like Carpet Python discussion page. Yeah. How often are people actually discussing something like No, this? it's a lot more of the, uh, I just bought this, please help me how to take care of it. Right, or... You know, I think I think to me probably the main contributors over there that's that's putting anything towards discussion is... You know, I think of Nick. He posts some Scott Borden. cool stuff up there, like you know Scott Borden. Mm-hmm. You know, he put some stuff up there, and then you know Lori, she yeah, put some stuff yeah. up there as well. You know, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess to me, I I would be curious if like I was going back. Let me go back to what I was Reverse saying it, with the yeah. anteresia. Okay, yeah. So if I had the anteresia. Mm-hmm. I'm very tempted to sort of like, and I know this has been said, like, ah, oh, you can't do this and blah, 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 blah. But like, get myself, uh, and I know it's going to be work and all that stuff. But if you slim down your collection, what if I had a small, I mean, like, how many baby skinks, pygmy pythons <laughs> are going to be in a clutch, right? Yeah. So, like, it's not like I have to raise an enorm- enormous amount, but like, also, how much are they going to eat? Like, how often? Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah. I guess they eat like they're kind of small, so I would imagine that they they're gonna have to eat more often. If you fed, right? it, no, mean, well, it's my thing. If you fed them once a month while you're trying to transition them off skinks onto something else, right? That's fine. You know, feed them once and then try feeding them again and then try giving them a scented. And if they take right. it, holy crap, you're off to the races. Yeah, but I see a lot of people. A lot of times, they like they can't get the babies going. Yeah. They can't get. They can't get them, and they try sentin' mm-hmm. it, they try this, and da 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 just, And sentin' it seems to, you know, the Reptilink scent stuff seems to, like, push you over the edge, but it's still not giving you... You're not getting the predatory response you'd expect from a small snake. Right. I mean... But I would be curious to see for myself the response, the difference in the response, just even just mm-hmm. if it was a one-time thing, mm-hmm. just the difference in the response to see... You know, if I put a skink in this pygmy python, baby How pygmy I, python cage... Yeah. Is it going to just like go? Oh, that's food. Yeah. Ah, you know? I mean, it. I mean, I mean, we could stick a blue tongue skink in a blender and you know smear that all over a pinky, but it's <laughs> it's really not going to work. It it having the prey that they're hardwired to attack really does help. I think that's partially why African softwares are a thing is because they realize that if you provide a ball python what they would naturally come across in the wild, they'll eat. So it it worked out well for, I mean, that's talk about an animal that they couldn't get it to eat. So they established it's wild prey as something that you can breed and get frozen in the United States to feed your ball python. Like, right. So yeah. Problem is that we don't, we don't like saying, problem is, is that we can't really do that apparently because nobody wants to establish skinks as food or breed this and that just for food so well yeah i would imagine it's an enormous amount of work you know um you'd have to have to a ton of animals a ton of skinks right yeah yeah, yeah. obviously but like i don't know i i think if you maybe it might be something that's worth experimenting with yeah 
in the future for me. Yeah. You know, I, I dude, know. like I have no idea why the fish were something that they keyed onto. But yeah, that's weird. It makes you think like, so that's the other thing. Mm. We don't, we, we don't really know. No goddamn idea. In the wild. No goddamn Especially idea. like, you know, it was, a, it was one thing. I, I said this a couple of shows ago, yeah. but when we, when we were down there in Texas with Justin mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we were talking to him. It was funny, right? I, I don't know if we said this in the thing, but like, I, rem- I my favorite part of that trip is when we were talking about gammon range carpet pythons mm. and we were driving during the day and we were driving down oh, what road was that um it was a famous road too we drove river, down the river road, road and then we right? turned no no someone like okay yeah. I remember. anyway we drove down the road <laughs> yeah and then we turned around and then we were driving back mm. but when we were driving back we we pulled over and we we stopped there for a while mm-hmm. And you know, we oh, were all the coach, a talk. Oh, we found the coach whips right before we left that road. Is that the I, road? Yeah, I don't think that I think that's the, the road. road. Oh, okay. Right. I'm going with it because I don't know. Okay. So, okay. Anyway, um, you know, I've always approached uh, keeping baby snakes, yeah. baby carpets, um, and and not feeding them through. Right, treating them like the adults. Yeah. Treating them like the adults, mm-hmm. not feeding them through the cold, the cold time when, when it's cooling right. down. And he said to me was, Hey, well, how do you know what the babies are doing? Exactly. And, <laughs> and I was like, well, <laughs> like I guess that's why you're the doctor. This is <laughs> why you wrote the books and I'm just the idiot with the radio show. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. it makes sense because like, you know, we talked about that when we were in the NT looking for Oh, and pellets, it's like, it's hot as balls. Well, now where they are, like they, they crawl into the rock crevices and chill. Like right. it's, it makes so much sense that you have no idea where these things go to winter or get away from the heat or the rain or something like that. And for all, you know, they find a nice rock crevice inside these giant ass boulders that still get direct sunlight and warm up to 80 something degrees during winter. Yeah, yeah, could be. Yeah. yeah, you know, and um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 kind of a weird thing. And then where are they? Yeah. Where are the baby? Where are the babies? Where are they at? You know, Gavin was saying about how they were lower down to the to the ground, but still all in the all in, you know, uh, leaf cover yep. of uh, you know like bushes or whatever, yeah. rather than being in like uh, trees. Um, yeah, I don't know, man fascinating stuff for sure this is the stuff you think about and it's the stuff i love to think about because it's it it shows you that we're not done yet you know we can sit there and say yes we can we can reproduce them and then we can raise them up and we can breed them again and they can be happy and healthy carpet pythons but then it's like like uh, i think i posted up those pictures and nick is like in all my years i have never tried minnows (laughs) i'm like all right. Like he's like, I have, I have 80 something non feeders. I'm going to go get a bag of fish. I'm like, okay, like yeah. awesome. If he gets two or three of his shit to eat. Yeah. Why not? That's a win. Yeah. And this is, know? of course, this is nothing new for call your Brit stuff because Riley got his Kribo started on a fish and mm-hmm. rhino rat breeders constantly feed fish to their baby rhinos. It's just, that for some reason, 
somebody drew a line between colubrids and pythons and said, no, no, no. What works here will never work here. How dare you, you attempt that? They're completely different animals. Like, it, what? Like, no. Pythons would what? never eat fish. They would never stoop to colubrid level. Like, it's... <laughs> Uh, so why not you know give it a shot yeah man it works so you know whatever dude i'm happy shit are you kidding me like when when i feed on sunday i don't have to put light i have to thaw out two fish yes like i don't care (laughs) (laughs) yes so is the Dunai all that you thought it would be? Like, where mm. where are you at with the Dunai? Is it just because it's brand new? Dude, I almost I don't want to like... touch him. Like, it's like, I'm afraid to touch him. Like, he is gorgeous. The eyes on this thing are beautiful. It's like a grayish kind of light with the with the perfect black slit pupil, and mm-hmm. then his body. It, it's looking at him. He doesn't look like a maclot. Like you look at him and it's like, he's kind of there, but he's kind of not. It's like every once in a while you get a carpet python that has a weird pattern or color on its head and then it makes its head look weird. And then when you see it from a different angle, like, I don't know, those are just black scales. It's like that. It's head is longer. It seems like all the Python longer. It's in between. It's like in between. It doesn't have that arrowhead type shape of a Maclots Python, but it didn't have the long snout of an olive Python. It's like, it starts getting longer and then stops. So it's like, you were going to go from Papua and Python to olive Python and go Papua and Python, Maclots, Donai, olive, like as you see the nose (laughs) grows, like, you know, (laughs) exactly. So it's, it's very much like a, a very large, a mixture between a uh, Savu and a Mac. If somebody ever bred those two together, I'd say it would come out close to a uh, Dunai. He oh. looks very okay. cool. And he's red from the tip of his nose to the tip of his tail. Like his belly scales are red too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like red, like what like, kind of like red? It's kind of like, like a corn snake okatee red. Or it's like kind of like an orange okatee a... red, to be honest with you. Um, just not as bright. And then you can see he's got lighter shades of pink where his freckles are probably going to come in. So, nice. um, but I'm not sure. And then he's starting to turn gray on the top of his head. That's cool. Yeah. So what do they, do they get darker as they age? Kind of like Mac. I think it's going to be like, like I think it's going to be like Savu where all of a sudden it's going to start getting grayer and grayer. And then you're going to start seeing black flecks appear. Cause if you look at his mother, she's gray, but then they have that white underneath their uh, chin and head. So he's going to start doing that, I hope, because I really love that look on his mother. Um, So uh, he's hopefully going to start turning gray and then start getting black flecks. And then that'll be it. Now, some of them are extremely heavy patterned with the black flecks and others just have little blotches of it. And I kind of hope he stays with the little blotching thing. So that's cool. Yeah. So do do you think it's going to be like one of those things where it's like, oh, I got this cool python. I've always wanted to work with this, and it's going to stay that way. Or do you Dude, think I don't care? I don't care. Like, this ah, this is Mac mine. Lots. Like I don't care. It's a lone male. You know how much I hate those. Like it's yeah, like, I know. <laughs> you know how much I sit there and go, why? Why are you by yourself? Like it's <laughs> you serve no purpose. You're taking up a cage. Like it. There are two animals right now that are in my collection that are lone males, and I'm okay with it. One is a black-faced right. white lip. One is a dunce okay. python. 
Okay. All right. I'm Fair good enough. with it. I'm good. I'm good with it. You know, that I, I will pair them up. If not, I don't care. <laughs> like it's, right. it's fine. You know, it's, uh, I think Kohler said the thing. He's like, eh, it'll be coming back to me anyway. He's like, what are you going to do with a lone male? I'm like, eh, maybe I'll get a girl. I probably send it back to you for breeding at some point, but it's good because KJ explained it to me of why he, he he sent the the one to me and why he sent the pair to Kohler is that he didn't want all the eggs in one basket. And that makes a lot of sense because if something were to happen, God forbid, you know, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of, uh, that's, that's a cool thing about, you know, uh, hobby when you, you start to work with people and, you know, um, you know, you feel comfortable enough to send them stuff like that. You, you know, you send. <laughs> it's, it's weird because um, <laughs> he is the only other liasses in the room, other than the water pythons, because the olives were moved into the other room, and the mats mm-hmm. are all out of breed love. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, they're all gone. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and what is it? What what is it recently with the prices on this shit? Which what do you mean? I mean, like. Well, Maclots, I mean, I don't know. Because when I bought becomes, Rich, Yeah, I know, right? It was like $200. It was like 80 bucks. <laughs> no, it was 80 bucks. You were giving me an $80 snake. Now he's like $500. It's like, even with one eyeball. I think like 700 man. Yeah, dude, it's, shit becomes popular. And Liasis is right up in there. Because if you want to get into a type of pythons, like that is not as big as retakes. Everybody loves olive pythons, dude. I sold out of my olive pythons so quickly. Yeah. Like if I produce them next year, I'm raising the prices because holy so shit. What do you think it is now about olive pythons that all of, ma- all of a sudden they are made them so, so mellow, so mellow, mellow compared to like the in retics. Like it's like, they're just so much more mellow. Now I know when they're clued, when they're keyed into food, they're keyed in, mm-hmm. but when you pull mm-hmm. them out of the cage, they just, they just want to explore. They don't want to hurt. They don't want to do anything. They're just, and they're such a cool species because of that matte green that they get. Oh, but yeah. yeah. Can you imagine if, if, if some, if those colors could be on a retic, it'd be $20,000. Exactly. But a pattern, a patternless uh, green, green snake. Retic. Yeah. Like it, they're yeah. really cool. And the problem, the other thing is that they don't have a morph to go with them. So, I mean, albino, but that's it. So, you know, you either oh, yeah, that freckled thing. Eh, it's not here. Yeah. So it doesn't sure. count. Right. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Thank you. Um, so it's it's a cool python to have. And you kind of don't need to go to the 20 foot range of these guys. You get a good amount of eggs with a clutch. The babies come out storming and huge. And yeah, it's a cool python. And then if you're looking to get into a group of snakes, you have olives, which are awesome and green mm-hmm. and big. And then you can have Max that can have different color patterns. And you can even go into the localities of Maclots pythons. You can have Savus, which have their own morph that is really cool in silver. And even right. then a normal Savu is expensive as shit right now. Mm-hmm. And then you can go into water pythons where you can have the uh, Queensland and you can have the New Guinea and you can build that stuff up there too. And the fog, man. Yeah. And then you, exactly. And then you could even go into Dunai. Which I don't know if the I I don't think the work has been done yet. Mm. I think people are working on it, but I believe that there are three separate species of water: New Guinea water. So New Guinea and what was it? New Guinea and Queensland Mm. are the same, maybe. 
that would make the most sense to me. But I, I, I always thought that your Queensland's there's there's the one water python that's brown and then has the orange belly. And then there's a water python that's kind of almost looks like a miniature olive python with an orange belly. Like it's greenish. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not too familiar with the New Guinea ones as much as far as looks and stuff. Yeah. But like I think both the Australian ones are the brown with the yellow belly. But whatever. I don't know. Man. When we saw, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean that saw, was thought it was an that was massive. <laughs> no, no, that, dude, that is you can't gauge anything off of that Goliath creature. Like it's well, that's just the point. Yeah. Like. We have this preconceived notion of how things should be in captivity. And I guess to a certain extent, it's captivity, Mm -hmm. right? I guess. But like when you actually start to to see, like, you know, I would never in a million years. No, you broke that animal if you fed it that much. But then there's the thing of like, okay, but it got that big, but it may may never breed. It it probably only got that big because it's the only water python in that area eating nothing but possum. And it will. It may never reproduce because it may never find oh, yeah, a female a big park. enough. Oh yeah, I'm, dude, whatever. <laughs> bats. Well, the yeah. problem is that everything else. You're like, oh, it's eating bats. Yes, the bats are size of, of the size of dogs. Like it's right. Yeah, it's I mean, everything in here is huge. Down. Like it. Right. So it, it it's, it, but it may not be a good breeder, especially if it was a male. Could be, or it could be, or it could you know, be. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we could be thinking like it, it's shit, but like for all you know, that's a female, that's a pretty old snake. For all you know, yeah. it's a female, and you're gonna come back and find it coiled around eighty eggs. Like, I mean, oh man, how cool would that be? be nuts. Yeah, that's the one thing I'm a little jealous about, Gavin. He's like, oh, I found her around eggs. You found a wild Darwin incubating her eggs in a tree. <sighs> wow, that would be badass. I mean, I, yeah dreams <laughs> speaking of cool australian snakes mm-hmm. you know um on our chat i so i have been i have had a crazy week things picking up at the supermarket now that COVID's over and before we get to thanksgiving i mean well my assistant he got COVID. <laughs> and, and, no oh yeah. god so uh, yeah, you know, once that happens, you got to. No, how much you pay it. me to be your assistant? I'll come over. <laughs> mm, let's see. What are they Eric, things are <laughs> counterproductive. Yeah, I know. This new guy I hired sucks. <laughs> just... I think they start at 80 grand. Dear God, I'm going over. <laughs> like, holy <laughs> shit, fire him. <laughs> like, <it's>... Yeah. <laughs> how dare, how dare you? 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 Like, I'll be right you're, over. You're yeah. Don't, what the hell? Yeah, I know, right? Um, Dude, I'll be your assistant, and I'll even clean snakes for you. What the hell? <laughs> so much better than this guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So so there's that, but I I didn't even see mm. that. Um. Uh. Darren posted oh, the, uh, the one carpet. Gammon range, range carpet. carpet. You're like, he didn't post it up. Yeah, yeah, he did, dude. Oh, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> So I'm, I'm like, I'm looking at it. He sent, he sent me a message mm-hmm. of it. And, uh, and I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe that. I mean, to me, that's a lifer, right? That is a lifer for me. Like that is yeah. something that I want to see. Well, it's like um, sitting in the water. Right. And I think I, you showed it, yeah. you showed it to me and I'm like, and Owen jumps in the water. Like it would just be like, yeah, like I know, right? Ooh, right in. Like it was, it wouldn't even pause. Splish, splash. Yeah. <laughs> like I jump in and as I'm jumping in, watch for crocodiles. Like it's just, yeah, no, mm-mm. So, so 
so and immediately I thought of um, the picture of, and I think I can't remember. I, I'm not sure if it was a bread lie or if it was a Darwin. Mm. I want to say it was a bread lie mm. that um, was sitting in the water. Yeah, and it, it, the, I guess like a bird came up to sip to drink some water, and like the snake just screw it bounces <laughs> out of the yeah. you know shoots out of the water, and they got it on a trail cam, which is pretty badass. That is badass. That, that they got it, and. Um, I'm thinking like, wow, I wonder when it's hot like that. You know, do they go to these watering holes? Knowing to hunt of, there. Like, yeah. I've seen African rocks do it. Yeah. You know, they'll wait for the gazelles and stuff. Hey, man, you thing. know, it's, it, it, you, you know where the prey is going to be. So, you know, be there, you know. It's right. it's like out of this entire river, why are all the Nile crocodiles in this one area where the wildebeest cross? Because they know that's where they cross. Like, that's, right. they know to be there. So, so my thought, so as I was thinking more about that, mm-hmm. right, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I wonder if this is why Poplin carpet pythons mm-hmm. do this. Like they have this tendency to like Sit be in the water. In water bowl all the right. time. Like, and at first I thought it was like they were trying to feel secure, but then you would offer them a hide. And this is Still where I started using the toilet yeah. paper or the paper towel rolls is because I thought if I give them a hide and it's on the heat and they don't want to be on the heat, then they're going to be like, no, I'm not going in the hide. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it's not on the heat, then they're going to be, they're going to choose to hide. So I used the paper towel mm-hmm. roll. So it would go along the whole side of the gate. So part of the roll would be hot and the other part, part would be cold. Be and then you can choose where it wants to be. To, Make to, it thermoregulate. To right pick your own adventure tube. tube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but they still stay in the water bowl. Right. And I've talked to many people that keep popping carpets and they all say the same. I've thing, seen it with right? coastals but, and maybe you think it's just you? because. Maybe after they get to a certain temperature, something in their brain says food will be near the water. And have you ever fed them out of the water bowl where, like, you dangle food near them and they bite it and you pull them, like, they just wrap it up and eat it? Yeah, I've done that, too. So now are we reinforcing this behavior that, yes, food will be provided if you sit in the water? If you sit in the water bowl, right? Like, it's not what I want you to do. So, yeah. yeah. Damn it. Damn it. (laughs) Like, it's... It's a double-edged sword. I mean, they're like, oh, the tactic is working. Food has come. So, Right. All we have on this episode is questions. Yes. We have no, no answers. answers. There are Just never questions. answers. We know nothing. Please, <laughs> right. God, somebody give us answers. We're only good at the question yeah, part no, of it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that would be a lifer, man. I would love, 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 love to see one of those carpet pythons, man. I'd love to see but, a carpet python. I want to go back to Australia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You and me both. Oh my I want to go back. I want to go herping. Like, dude, I'm sitting at my desk getting screamed at by somebody today, and I'm like, why am I not in the middle of a jungle looking for snakes? Like, I know, like, man. What fresh hell I is this? Like, and choose your own Eric Burke fate. I choose the wrong I fate. Did. I should have oh been like God. a been a poor research snake. Just, just wandering around the jungle looking for snakes, yeah. happy as a clam with no money. Yeah, right. I'd be fine with it. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but speaking of that, mm. Lucas, um, yeah. got, uh, yeah. which was pretty cool. That was cool. Um, he sent me, he sent me a message and, uh, he was trying to get that, uh, job. Yeah. That, uh, that, uh, graduate thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he, uh, he got, well, the guy heard him on the show and he was impressed and like, you know, I was like, well, yeah, I mean, like, cool. first off, if you're a herpetologist and you're listening to the show, 
And um, you could offer me a position. I don't understand why that <laughs> has never happened yet. I mean, if you also, I was like, Wait I'm like, minute. this is some bullshit. Like, yeah, if you're if you're a herpetologist and you need me, you can have me. I can easily be bought. Um, it's, <laughs> also, if you work in a zoo, totally cool with that too. Like, come on, people, help me out here. Also, if anybody has button quail that they can send me that's dead, let me know. I need those. Well, yeah, okay. You need them for the. Um, Nuts. no, maybe I don't know yet because I I went online and I bought quail like extra small. No, <laughs> that is a large animal. Like that, maybe my yearlings could take that thing, but that's not an extra yeah. small quail. I'm a little disappointed. I got fooled with that. Too, yeah, man. like I want button quail. I want the size of a hopper, not the size of an adult mouse. Like no, right. too big. So that's all right. I got shit. I'll eat it, but. Yeah, you can never have. Uh, oh, yeah, come on. Quail. Especially with colubrids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's cool. Um, so, yeah, Dunn's Python. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty wild that you now have a Dunn's Python. All these years we're talking about. It's just weird. It's like you sit there and you're like, rough scale, rough scale, rough scale, and then it's here. And then you're like, Dunn Python, and then it, now it's here. So now I've just got to start like throwing Owen Pelly Python into the ether, and then eventually it'll get here. <laughs> so. I hope that'll be the next one. It's just Owen Pelly Python. We can dream. So yeah. it's it's just it's weird, and it's you know you, you people have these things in their heads when they are into snakes of like their white whales or the next ones that they're going to get, and then when you get it, you kind of have a decision now: keep going or be satisfied where you're at. And I feel like I'm going to be satisfied where I'm at for a little bit, but. I don't think I can ever stop. I think I'm going to keep going to the next one and keep going to the next one. So I don't know. Well, it's, it's part of the thrill, of the chase, it is. right? The thrill of the thrill, of the hunt thrill, of the whatever you want to call like, well, you know, it's also just the, the, the thrill of the animal. I mean, well, you always want when you don't have, right. And right? well, it, and it, it's, you know, me and I love the stories behind the animals too. Yeah. So this thing has come full circle. So this went from a Dunai that I found online because I thought it was a Maclutz Python and me telling KJ about it, or no, sorry, me talking about it on air, KJ hearing it, because right. this is when we used to do it live, him contacting right. the people, having them resex it, finding out it was a female and getting it, her arriving with mouth rot and sick at his house, fixing her and then sending her to Ryan for her to breed. And then that's where my boy came from. That's a crazy story. It man. is. I wonder. I wonder. Because then how so like, many points could things have gone wrong? Like I could have bought her and then she would have ended up here. Right. Or and then what would I have done with her? Because if I thought she was a male, I I maybe would have checked sex on her. But then maybe I send her over to Ryan. Would have bred her with a jag. Right. <laughs> now bred her with a jag or a Mac. Figured it out. <laughs> but maybe she comes here and I couldn't fix what was wrong with her. And she dies. Maybe somebody else buys her as a Maclots Python and, you know, goes there or she dies or this, that, the other thing happens. Or maybe Ryan isn't open to some sort of breed loan and she's just sitting there with no babies. I mean, there's a lot of this stuff that could have stopped where it could have ended with her not producing these animals. Yeah, it's, um, you know, what what I find interesting about that whole thing Mm -hmm. and the story and all that is like, I think oftentimes for me, 
that we get so caught up in trying to figure out the stories before us. Right. Right. And we forget that we're making our own doing stories it right, right now. Right like now. If they, you know eventually I mean? this shit will be further down the road. Like this will be a story. So, yeah. Yeah. So you have to wonder if like, you know, when Dunn's pythons are established again in captivity, mm-hmm. you know, they'll be like, you know, save, you know, 40, 50 years from now, if we're still here, um, there'll be one dude that knows up. the entire story and everybody else will be like, I don't know. It just happened. Like, and that's right. That's the weird thing is, but here's the good thing about the podcast is we have it, physical know. proof. <laughs> like <it's, laughs> Yeah. Meaning that, you know, we talked about these things live as they happen. So like, it's almost like, you know, to me, that's the coolest thing about reptile podcasts mm-hmm. is it sort of like takes a snapshot of what's going on right now. Her history, yeah. you know, whatever the, whatever your niche is, you know, um, niche. Um, but it's <laughs> sorry. No, I, that was on purpose <laughs> and he knows, yeah. but, um, it's, it's cool because it's, it's there. Cause how many stories do you think maybe got lost in the shuffle before all this stuff happens? Like there's, Tons. yeah, there's one guy who knows the whole thing, but then unless it was written down in a book somewhere, it's lost, it's gone. I mean, and, and there's a lot of like, nobody really, and that's why I think people take things for granted. Like, Nobody knows all the horrific stories that had to go through establishing green tree pythons. Like it was bad, dude. <laughs> like it was just, yeah. and yeah. that's, I think a lot of people take that stuff for granted. I think people don't even realize all the stuff that had to go down to establish ball pythons. So yeah, to, yeah. to be, I, re- I remember when they were hard, exactly. they, were, they, they were hard. So, <laughs> you know, they were like the hard snake. to be connected to this species that is still even going through the motions of being reestablished. Cause right now yeah. it's Ryan, Nick, KJ, me, Eric Kohler and Warren that I know of. Right. Right. So that's six. Right. Six people in the U.S. working in it. I want, is there anybody in Europe working? Oh, there's tons because apparently they oh. were established in Europe, and some of the ones that Nick had are has our European bloodline. But okay, you, nothing's coming over after COVID. Like nothing's flying back and forth. Plus, who want like why ship a Duns Python? Like you know, it's one of those kind of things. Well, I mean, that's why. That's why. Remember, we were talking to Cameron about how they establish the importation stuff. It's they set you at 20. And then if you don't order 20 Duns pythons next year, you only order five. Then the year after that, you're only getting five until eventually you don't want any. And then you now have to prove to them why you want Duns pythons to add them back to your quota. So for all I know, there, there may need, there may never be Duns pythons exported from Indo to the United States ever again. Yeah. Plus, you got the uh, the possibility of, of shutting you know, it down all the time. Of Indo saying, okay, right? If it shuts enough. down, then the adult animals that we have here are the only adult animals here that are breeding, and the only thing <laughs> we have to base the collect the U.S. herpetoculture Duns pythons off of is their offspring. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think this is where always that debate comes in. Mm-hmm. It's like you know somebody before us. Mm-hmm had taken the time to do the work to either establish them or breed them or figure it, figure them out, right. get them into captivity so that you're not taking stuff out of the wild. And, um, you know, it's, I guess it's sort of like, 
you, you don't think about how much work <laughs> that is. And then you take for granted that species and, you know, if it doesn't have a flashy morph and, you know, all that and all those things yeah. that come along with it, like people are sort of like, oh, well, you know, that's just a green and all, you know, you know what yeah, I mean? And it's, it's, like, it's, was it, I think, I think if you're not careful, ring pythons could go down the same tube. Well, if it wasn't for Tom Keogh, they would have, right? Yeah, they, they probably would have, you know, yeah. I remember going to NARBC in Philly, mm. right? When we bought the King snake and I saw a, I want to say it was a Bob Clark's table mm. and ring pythons were like 125 yep, bucks, hundred bucks, 125 bucks. I think right now, and I kept thinking like, "Oh man, that's too much money." I think, dude. <laughs> I think right. So I think expensive. right now, a male ring python goes for eight hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not like I need one. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least on that one, you got a female. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, like I told you, I hate lone males. Lone females, eh? It's all right. <laughs> like, it, so I'll figure it out. But yeah. It's just that's the weird part of it, dude, is that, you know, everybody expects the package to come once a year full of baby savannah monitors, full of gold face, white lips, full of this to the importers to to be dispersed. And no one ever thinks about it. That stops. Yeah. So, like, do we have a responsibility as this generation of of herpers? to sort of continue what the people that have laid the foundation for us. I think to keep if you are a major morph breeder, you can stand to have a few cages open for maybe a rarer species that you're interested in to try to breed because you might get lucky and that's freaking awesome. Like it, I think it is our responsibility uh, as herpers that if you're not going to chase a morph game or if you're not going to do something else, even if you are, to try to establish something in U.S. captivity so that maybe we don't need to plunder the wild like we keep doing. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's and To be honest, it's worth it. it. I mean, dude, it, mixing morphs is fun and seeing the colors and going this, that, and the other thing. You know what's more fun? Trying to figure out a puzzling species and then getting the locks. Holy shit. Then you get eggs. Oh my yeah, fucking God. Feeling, then right? you get babies. Right. Dude. Yeah. That's what that, that yeah. that's why the rough scales, like that's why that was such a gut punch for me. Cause it's like, I was this fucking close. <laughs> like it was, <laughs> and these aren't even a, like a, a never been produced species, but it's, it's new to me. And what really kills me is I want Kribos. I want the Kribo eggs. Cause their eggs were so cool because they were rough and they felt like sandpaper. And right. I am dying to do that again. I want them more than anything else in the collection. Carpets breed, cool. Right. That's awesome. That's fun. Seen it a million times. I want this stuff right. that I have not produced to produce. Right. Like, give me pictures oh, like yeah. of the olive pythons, like eggs in my hand. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> there it is. Like, I, yeah. I did it. Yeah. The baby. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. Like, that. Yeah, I think you know, it's it's not even so much if you have morphs and you have to keep a species. To me, I think my thought is is that just keep what you like, yeah. man. Like really, really think about but, what do you really, really, really like. But there's you know? every like if single you could keep one species. Right. What would it be? Why would you keep that? You know, and and don't worry about. You know, I think I think what happens is 
it happens all the time. Mm. And like people get caught up in the, you know, a Dun Python is this much, a Maclot is this much, a Ring Python is this much. And it's like, oh, well, I guess in order to be cool or be part of the crowd, it's been thousands and thousands of X. dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So meanwhile, you have these other people that are just sitting on the sidelines, just sort of doing what they love. Mm-hmm. You know, who cares about what it's worth or who I cares don't give about a shit. what this or whatever? Dude, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. KJ could have been and like, then, that Dun's Python is worth $50. I'm like, here is $50. <laughs> like, it would have just right. been like, <laughs> I'm going to give you 100 because that's I, what I, 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 I would like. <laughs> I would like a pair, please. Like, it would just be yeah. like, yeah, it's, right. I don't care. Dude, but I bought, I came home with a Dun's Python. And a Madagascar hog nose, like, yeah, that's kind of wild. Dude, like, and that's just the way it is. It's like nobody gives a shit about a Madagascar hog nose, apparently, because it can't wear a top hat because it's not. <laughs> it's more. It's a fast moving. It's more like a false water cobra. Which I saw them at Hamburg. Somebody had a clutch, and he had babies there. Right. I was this close <laughs> really? I, he was talking to somebody else about other stuff if he had started talking to me i would have come home with a pair because i wanted them so badly because it's like it's like you're slowly getting to cobra status oh, that's the step, and, man. yeah you're and, like, you're... when you when you go from madagascar hog the next step is false water cobra after that it's a cobra like there's nothing else in between yeah. but god i wanted those they were beautiful and i will have them at some point I need a bigger the dental. The dental plan just has to go forward a bit. I mean, that's it. Yeah, that's all it has to do. The, just a little bit <laughs> you know more, I mean? like a couple yeah. more slots. It's and a little bit more potent of a venom. It's like that's, but it it's those those two aren't things pretty, are not. Aren't they pretty hot? I don't know. I think Rob. I think false. Pretty, <laughs> like I, I think they're pretty hot. I think it's one of those things that if you have a bad reaction, you have a bad reaction. But I think that would happen with hognose venom. Mm. Mm. No, no, no. no believe like, me. Trust me. I'm totally fine. Right, Rob? Yeah. Rob says, no, I'm not trying to. No, no, Rob says, yes. Rob says, I'm totally fine. He's typing furiously right now. You moron. It's like, I'm it's, done with these NPR guys. I've had enough. <laughs> Do you, Never again. Dear buddy bear. It's like, why? Yeah. It's like, but I think, I, I think, I think the thing of it is, though, is I, I think the secret is, is that you have to figure out like what gets you excited, right. man. What what gets you excited and work with that because eventually your time on the on the merry-go-round is going to come around, right? Yeah. And you want to be ready, and you want to be excited about the species that you are working with. You but, know, like yeah. I, it felt it it feels good when other people notice what yeah, you're doing. It does. Yeah, sure, yeah. it does. You know what I mean? You get you get sort of a. Um, uh, chest thump you know, and a, a pat on the back. But yeah, I think with social media is is that you need too many people to give you validation, yeah. as opposed to like you know your little inner circles, and they go like, "God damn, man, that was an awesome club! I can't believe you hatched yeah. out all of pythons. Mm. Good job, you know." And you're like, "Yeah, yeah I did, I did it!" it. You know? Like you, 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 it feels. But the thing is, is that with certain species, I would say that every single species has that little rare cousin species, a rare locality that I think is something that we should all like, if you're into ball pythons, have a cage, have two Angolans who gives a shit. Like, you know, it's like that, add that to the mix, increase that so that maybe some of these rarer species become less rare and we can hold on to them because, you know, if you, if you're the only guy with like a pair of these, that's cool. But what happens if your facility struck by lightning? Like, you know, 
anybody talk about that? No. All right. Like, well, maybe, the, maybe the thought is, is that you, the, the hobby has to go to sort of, so like we started out with the species thing of it, then it sort of went into the morphs and like, we figured out like how to breed them efficiently you think we're gonna go like back. To them efficiently and whatnot. And now that the technology is advancing now, maybe it's going to become, so like, I think, mm-hmm. right. The generation of people that like kept in racks and like, you know, tried to be as efficient as they possibly could and have as many snakes as they possibly can right. to optimize breeding success and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. I think that that you know, they're sort of um they're not they're they're not worrying about like you know, how do I advance the husbandry of this necessarily? I've got it. It's figured out. Yeah. To make it more efficient. Mm -hmm, You know what I mean? mm -hmm. So like now that the technology has advanced, now you have more people that are sort of trying to look at it and say, okay, well I have to feed this X. That really doesn't bother me. Whereas like maybe years ago, if you would have said to somebody, oh, well you have to feed them, you know, if you want a, a Madagascar hog nose, you're going to have to feed them geckos, dude, like that. But that's what happens. Like, it, it, uh, and they don't want to be right, with it, exactly. The new generation doesn't really care about. Well, that that's the thing. Is like, yeah, I, I even went through that. What's it eating? This. <laughs> I'm not dealing with that. Correct. Exactly. And right. that and that happens constantly. I didn't want right. to do live because I didn't want to deal with live. Like, I don't right. care. I don't care. <laughs> like, right. I will figure it out. And it's not that hard. Because to be honest with you, like, you know, let's say um, when I have to get fuzzies, I either have to go to my guy who does the rodents and pay like $14 for a bunch of fuzzies. But then I have to haul my ass all the way over to his farm. And there's no sense going there unless I'm putting in a big rodent order. Or I can go to one of the small... Uh, pet shops that'll actually sell live because a lot of the major pet shops do not sell live rodents as food. Right. But like the minnows, <laughs> it's at Petco, it's at PetSmart, it's at the small little shop. And guess what? They're all the same damn price. So it, right. So it, 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 you think it's going to be difficult, but it really isn't. It used to be, you know, I, I can get, if, if you tell me that animals eating quail, I'll get quail. It's fine. Like I, I got the wrong size quail, but I have enough quail feathers that I'm pretty sure right. I could scent a rodent on quail, which was you can make his, quail. that was pretty much, I mean, that was the next step anyway, dude, I don't care. I'll cut the heads off the quail that are too big and feed them those for three months. And then eventually when it gets big enough, it's right. fine. I think that, the, the, that another point to make with, with my thought is that like, you know, in scenario a mm-hmm. where the guy is, you know, breeding and optimizing space and all this stuff, um, the the thought is is that you have so many animals yeah, right yeah. so if you have you know i mean think about the early days of npr right we get people on and like when somebody would say like oh i have you know a thousand snakes we'd be like oh that's so that's bad i wish i had a thousand snakes i have yeah. i have 200 snakes and i think it's a fucking ridiculous and i need to turn it down like it's yeah but yeah you keep buying more well, no I no know. i don't i got rid of a ton of babies so i am i think right. i'm down okay. below right. i think i'm down into the i at, at my peak this season when i had all the babies hatch i was at 200 something babies i was at, i was at 200 snakes or close okay. to then right. i got rid of all the corn snake babies they just gone and I sold a bunch of carpet pythons. I sold all the elves. So I think I'm going back down. 
My issue is that I'm sitting there looking at three female holdbacks plus a male holdback. So I'm like, I got rid of all these carpets. Oh crap. I'm keeping four. Or like it's shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no doubt. But I think, I think the, 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 the newer, let for lack of a better word, the newer keeper, right. The, the keeper of 2020, right. Or somebody that's coming into it or is like just got into it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And been keeping for like five years or whatever. I think their idea is, is like, okay, I'm keeping less. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping them better. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep them more like nature, which would mean that possibly their mindset is, is that they're not necessarily worried about feeding it a, a lizard or feeding right. it a, a bird or feeding it. You know, they're not, they're not in the thing where it's like, well, if I'm going to buy it, I'm, and again, from a breeder aspect, right? If you're if you're buying rodents and you're buying them in bulk, you want to be able to buy like, okay, I want to buy you know a thousand mice, right? And I don't want yeah. to be, you know, oh, I need five hundred mice, I need two hundred chicks. But I that's need, the other thing know, is that I, I think at, I think at one point when I was coming up, Rodent Pro just had rodents, and then it was right. like a big thing, like oh, they had a chicken, like it's. Eventually, they started adding stuff. So I would say that accessibility for the rarer foods yes, has definitely right, increased. So yes. that makes life a shit ton easier. You don't have to know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who happens to breed quail. You can just right. go get them. I mean, so that's a plus. But then, you know, it, it it it's one of those things where I would say that one of my biggest things that I was really happy about is when it came time to it, I chose cages over racks like Mm -hmm. i could have fit so many more racks in that room that i had in my mom's place and done so many more tubs and done so many more more animals and stuff like that but i chose cages because i like to see them and stuff like that that not only puts a ceiling on what i can do and how many animals i can have but it, it also lets me kind of experience them more and kind of have more fun with them so yeah, the struggle that I would have with that, mm. right, is like how do you balance like so you have all these different species, yeah, I do. right? You're working with a with a nice mix of, uh, of, of different species <laughs> of, of everything from pythons to clu- I mean just a, just a nice nice mix of a collection. Yeah, snakes, there's, there's, right? I think there's boas in there somewhere too. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's not, we will have no, to No, no, please God. Speak, wait. Yep. Put a pin in that okay, because right. <laughs> we have to talk about Matt's boas. Oh, what happened? Did I miss this? No, 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 dude, holy shit. What I missed? Well, I went to Stacked Borneos. Oh, right, so okay. Oh, whatever, so, he, so. You, you got an in, you got a peek behind the curtain of uh, what the his boas again. Oh, dude, man, he's got some nice. It's just what, what is nice what does he have? Yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. I, I was, Dude, I need to stay away from Boas for a while because I got this close shit, to Argentines. Man. This close. I, I couldn't. I was blown away. Mm. Like I have never seen a, a red tail. But look like here's this. the thing: Matt is picky about his projects and his bows because there have been several times where I'm at a show and I see something and I remember him talking. He's like, "I need this boa," and I'll send him a picture of it and he goes, "Eh, I'm good." Like. Yeah, but that's good. Like that, but that's the point of it too. That's why he has exactly. Got, you you know can I mean? be picky, and it's good to be picky, and it's good to to wait because then you know what? When you get the babies from the project where you waited and you 
found the right female for the right male, it's going to do, it's going to pay off so much more. So this is, this was my question mm. that I was going to, okay. we'll go back to the, the boas and stuff, but yeah. this was my question to you. Yeah. Like, so, okay, you have, yes, you breed rhino rats, yes, you breed olive pythons, yeah. you breed, yeah. um, white lips, you breed, white lips. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, I know you haven't, but I'm just saying like, you know, let's say you I'm breed trying. all these, oh, season, nice. <laughs> you're not going to hold them all back. Yes, I am. You're gonna hold something. Lips, all back are you fucking butt? kidding me? They're mine. So where are you gonna cut? That, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like you, you have these projects, and this like is, you're gonna hold this, stuff no, back. This, why are you? Why? Why are you making me do this? Like, it's like but you have limited space. It's like trying right? to like, I, like, like, which one would you prefer to drown, Roxy or, or Dexter? Exactly. You're like Roxy. It's, oh, it's, 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 the, like, it's the curse. It's the curse of breeding, but, I guess. You know, you know right. it's like you, you go and you get all these projects, and you're yeah. super excited about it. And and the more that you're working with, the more you're like, yeah. But you have like you have a finite amount of room. You do. You do. And eventually, and if you, if you hit it to where you breed everything in the season, like I mean, what if you hatch out like these Ugh. beautiful, like you know, white lip python, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, I'm gonna hold these yeah. back, you know. They have this, and then yeah. you're like, oh my god, they all look like this crazy, you know, oh, yeah, something, uh, something, there. dude. First off, whatever. We, you, you know? know my fear of <laughs> morphs hatching. No, I know. Like, I know. Oh god, no. <laughs> like, just, so let's say, and then that year, the same year, yeah. you hatch out a perfectly striped rough scale, oh. like, you know, and you're like. Okay. All right. All right. All right. See, I'm back. There's, there's a good thing though, is because, (laughs) you know, so there's certain things like, all right, I'm not keeping Kribo holdbacks. I'm not doing Kribo holdbacks because I have my Kribos. I'm fine. But Riley wants a pair of unicolors. Okay. Right. So I don't need to hold it any back. I'm sending a pair to Riley. Oh, I hatched out fully striped rough scales. Well, I know a guy who wants rough scales. Okay, no, I don't need to hold any back. I know where they're going. <laughs> like it's yeah, I guess that's true. Right, white lips, they're yeah. mine. <laughs> like it's right, but it's just that kind of thing where you can you're going to have to pick and choose, and you're going to have to decide because it's it's not going to be easy. It really isn't. If yeah. I started getting success with say the white lips, the Timors, um, and other things like that, the roughies. That's when I'm seriously going to start considering whether or not certain projects of Morelia that are just kind of here and not really producing should stay any longer. You know, that's when you yeah. turn down the jungles. That's when you turn down the Darwins and stuff like that. You stick with your bread and butter, which is the coastals, and then you kind of have fun with the other stuff. See, now me, I'm the complete opposite. I got rid of all the, uh, the all the obscure right. shit to keep the carpets, which people are probably like, are you, you fucking, fucking wrong? what's wrong with you? But like, here, Owen, take this ring python. Okay. Here, take this, <laughs> here, take this yeah, mag Exactly, box. but that's, uh, but I find, you just bought them. I know. But I find I that did. more enjoyable. Like, let's put it this way. And here's the thing. A lot of success this year isn't even tied to me. You know, if I have success with the olives, with the water pythons and then, you know, I get the rough scales or something else to go. You got to remember both my max are away. So I could be getting half clutches of max coming to me anyway. Plus my IJs are away and I can get those. Then the Dominican ran mountain boa. Like, yeah, there's, True. there's certain shit that like, but the idea is that I would probably sell a good amount of them just because I don't need that many holdbacks because these aren't projects that I'm attempting to, continue forward am i going to hold back any dominican red mountain bow no no i am not i want them all gone <laughs> like it's right. get them out of here but am i going to hold back rough scales yes one or two 
Am I going to hold back some team wars? Yeah, one or two. White Lips, same deal, one or two. And just slowly well, build. With those, odd, uh, those odd species. Right, you because. You think that you would want to hold them back because now you have captive, born, and bred. Exactly. By you. Yes. That's been exactly. Your room, also, you know? God forbid their parents die or something happens Correct. there. It's like you don't want to lose that. So now. Would my carpet project suffer if I started having success with my fringe species? Hell yes, because <laughs> I would be the, I don't need another tiger to hold back. I have him. And then eventually he would like, you know, pass or something would happen. And I'd be like, shit, I don't have a tiger. <laughs> like it would just be one of those situations. Right. But is it really the end of the world that I got to go find a tiger carpet python? No, no, but I think I think if you run through this scenario in your head, I don't like to run right? through scenarios in my head. You know, it's you run it's like it's like counting my baby bins. I don't like don't never tell me the odds. Like <laughs> but you start to filter up what you really like. Yeah, I agree. We filter that stuff up yeah, to the top. Yeah, you would say, well, I could not have a tiger carpet. But I have to have rough skin. Well, yeah, I mean, come you know on. Yeah, I, mean, I, like, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Get what you're saying. Yeah. But also, now you know where to cut. I, damn right, I do. But it's, <laughs> but the problem is, but that, are you gonna cut? But that's thing is we like, never. Cut. The, but the problem with that, is, I mean, no, we just get a bigger house. What's wrong with you, <laughs> honey? Yeah, we need right. to move. What? Why? I have too many babies. You know right. it. The problem is, is that. It, 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 in, in the world, I love tiger carpets. You know I do. With stripes and all the funness. Right. And I have sure. two males that I've been growing up that are – one is gold, one is red, and that's perfect. It's exactly what I want because right. one will be for other projects. And one will be like you go and do caramel stuff. You go do red stuff. The two right. shall never meet, like that right. kind of stuff. Like, uh, And I also have uh, like my Exanic project. It's going to be the gold male because right. that's the way you do it. But – if something were to happen and I had to cut certain tigers or I didn't keep any babies back, it is not going to be very hard for me to find a good looking tiger carpet male. No, 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 no. Absolutely. I know where to go. I know who to talk to and that's where it goes. Now, if I produce a fully striped rough scale Python and I don't hold it back and then I need to get a male rough scale Python, is it going to be a little hard for me to find a fully striped rough scale Python? Probably. Right. So yeah. you make those decisions based on that too. You don't want to subconsciously because you love them both, but sure. You know, what's easier to find? What's easier to get at? What is things that I know my friends are working on these projects too? So that's sort of how you look yes. at it. Like you do I, I, I to a certain extent I look at it that way too. Right. It's like I know that like you have what so like for me, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so I did the opposite of you. We've done this in numerous times like, where I don't need to get something because you got it. <laughs> like, <right. it's> like <laughs> yeah. So like you know that I'm going always gonna have the carpet right stop. Yeah, the, my collection is gonna be mostly carpet yes. python, yes. right? Yes, and like if you decide if you're like, oh well, you know, I don't I really dude, want to get rid of it. jungles are hurting tiger. me right now. Yeah. I don't really need this. I don't really need that. <laughs> the problem you know, is, is like, that I bring them over to your house. You're like, this is the biggest snake in the collection. I'm like, again? Damn <laughs> 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 it. Like, feed this one. Like it was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe I have to up the feeding like, a little you bit, know, you know. I'm like, here's the Russian. You're like, it's female is half the size. Son of a bitch. Like it's uh, yeah. you know, it. But that's the thing, like, exactly, you know, it, I I don't need to work with granite IJs. I really don't. <laughs> like, right. it's so, sure. So if, say, Balin was going to be like, hey, man, this, this female's got to come back to you, I, I drop her off at your place because right. I don't need her and I can't use her. 
Right. But she can go there and that's fine. Um, right. If I had to find space with carpet pythons, you know, I'm obviously going to pitch it to you first and be like, hey, do you need anything of these? If you say no, I'm going to talk to a few other people and then it'll go for sale. Like, I, I'd much rather have it close. Exactly. Yeah. Close by. Uh, uh, yeah. But that's right. why we're like, you know, I don't need to keep Kribo back because it's fine. Riley's got Kribo's, this and the other thing. And maybe after a couple of years of success, I do keep a pair back if I have space just because I want there to be in case their parents die or something else happens that I have something to keep going with the project. They don't have to go rebuy Kribo, but right. eventually dude, it's like, I, I don't think I would go too far with these things. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I think, um, you know, again, for me, it's, it, it's sort of like how I started to, to cut mm-hmm. or call the collection to where I want it to be. I started with Jags. I, right? I do know to that. Me, yes. <laughs> that was like, and you know what? I'll tell you what, when mm. I made that decision, it made it so much easier to sell the red Jags. Yeah. Because dude, I would have been, you know, no, that you been know hard. Me, yeah. I would have been like, Oh, oh man, that was got a ball back. Oh man. That was got a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then the one I gave to you yep. and the one I gave to, you know, that I sent out the Brian mm-hmm. Hayes, he, he Dude, they're the nicest ones. Yeah, no. They're, they're going to be a, a phenomenal animal. Dude, that's what half, but, the, like, half the people were like, oh, man, it's easy eating fish. The other half were like, that thing's fucking amazing. I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Holy Who crap. Who cares about the fish? Like, that snake the, is cool. Pay attention. Pay attention. What? Right. No, that's not what's important. So, like, it's – Right. It's – and that's the way it is. It's like that, you know, I, you keep it close to home because it's like – the other thing is that you sent me uh, your exanic jaguar. Yep. Then I'm going to breed with my head exanic female this year. Right. If you want exanic coastals, I'm just going to send them to you. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, it's, yeah, I just want a female. I got you. Mine is broken. That one's broken. Yeah. That's fine. That thing is broken. But then there comes down to, like, you know, let's say I'm looking at, so I, I breed them and I get the exanic jags and all this other stuff. And let's say further down the road, I need to make space. I now have this proven head exanic female. Do you need it? Like, you know, it's like that. Like, yeah, I will make the space depending on how I'm feeling about certain projects. But like, and that's the thing where it's like, I think earlier on in life, I definitely held on to animals because I got attached to them and stuff like that. And that was one of those things of I couldn't let this one go. So this coastal that bred for me like eight times and it's just been sitting here. I'll never let her leave. And it's just one of those things where she's always going to take up a cage and she's always going to be here. So if I was really into breeding as breeding, she would do a couple of years here and then she would be sold as a proven breeding female so that I can mm-hmm. take her cage and put the next step in the morph game. So clearly I'm not very good at morph game stuff. So what's going to end up happening is I think if I were to start getting success, I would have to start making some of those hard decisions of what projects am I willing to keep going forward? So then it just kind of comes down to it is that what, like as far as carpet pythons, obviously I would stick with coastals, but then would you have to go down further and say, I'm going to stick with caramel morph coastals, like caramel, caramel jags, that and the other thing. Am I going to stay just with that? Would that mean you get rid of everything that is not tied into the caramel project somehow? Now, yeah, that, possibly. Now, part of you saying like that's that's stupid, that's fucking horrible. But then, now I become like one of those guys that focused on just one morph. 
that people go through for that one more float branch or tree or whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah. I mean, I think about a couple, you know, a few years ago where I was like, Oh, I want to, you know, um, have every species of Python. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's just not feasible in the space that I have. No. Right. No. If you had a, well, when they're babies, it's feasible. Yeah. But, but everything <laughs> but grows guys. Yeah. About it, you're like, this is probably a bad call. A, this is know? a terrible idea. And, um, yeah. I think in my lifetime, maybe I would like to have worked with every species of python. Yeah. You know that I that interactions with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kept them, not necessarily even bred them, but just had you know experienced what it's like. At one to point, have it passed them. through your hands. Yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, I think um, you know it gives you uh, different perspectives and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it introduces you to different people that you may not have necessarily met if you were just working with whatever that one species that you were working with was. Um, but like, then I decided, like, okay, I'm going to focus on just Australian pythons, yeah. which to me that's a doable thing, right? It is. To me, it that's, is that's very doable. Um, totally. But then you have, you know, my other kink in the road is the the popwin carpets, right? And to me, that's the biggest thing because a lot of that mm-hmm. has to be selectively bred, yeah. right? And you have to you have to sort of hold a lot back because you have to sort of look at certain traits or certain looks and say like okay, I want to refine this a little bit yeah. more, right? So you're constantly, you know, um, trying to uh, hold stuff back to improve upon mm-hmm. it, which is, which I think is sort of like what Nick's problem is, right? You know, he has, a, you know, you always hear him like, I'm sure you've talked to him on the phone. And he's like, oh man, I got all these adults. I, so, I don't know what to well, do with. It's like, it, it, the thing, he's held all these things back. Right. Well, the know? problem is that Nick, well, Nick holds them, he uses them and then he gets, he, he's got to get them gone because the next step in the projects is coming up. So he had at one point he had Xanax and he got rid of all those because the Xanax Jags got old enough to breed. Right. Now what he's doing and it's smart is that he has animals that when they breed, they will produce Xanax and Xanax Jags on top of other things. So right. he doesn't need to have a whole, one whole clutch of Xanax Jags. He can just get, yeah. get a few of them and that will meet what everybody's need is. So that's fine. Plus other people out there that have taken the animals that he's produced or raised up their own, they're breeding now. So there'll be enough Xanax Jags for everybody. So that's what he does. And that's what I think that's what you have to do. If you are doing morphs is you have to keep them going. Like eventually business. What thing is he did caramels and then he produced supers and then he let go of all of his caramels to the point where only the only caramels he had, no matter if they were Jag or not are supers. So that he didn't have to think about um, what they produced. It was they're all supers right. or they're all caramels. Or he didn't have to toy around like I have to, where it's like it could be a pos super. Like no, he just went straight for it. Right. And the I, worst, right? The worst. I could have done that, but I would have had to raise up the animals, breed them, prove it, and then sell the animals that were not supers. Mm-hmm. Which I could have done, but you know, like we talked earlier, I got attached to them every once in a while. I don't really like just ditching them. So, um, yeah. So I keep having to play that game. This year may be the first time that one of my super caramel jag females breeds. Okay. Last year I had two males that were proven super caramel jags through breeding. So I got those. This year will be the first okay. time a female breeds. And then mm-hmm. I start piecing all that together because now we're going to start mixing Xanax stuff in there. 
Okay. And then cool. I, so you t- yeah. And then the females that I'm keeping back from this year, one of them is a Paz Super Caramel Tiger. The other one is a Paz Super Caramel, and her mother is a Caramel Tiger. So there is some tiger striping potentially in there. So that's the whole point. So gotcha. the problem where I have fallen in is like four years down the road, their mother will still be here. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and it's like they're old enough to breed, but their mom's still here. And that's not how that right. should go. Their mom should right. be gone and they should be taking the place. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's the other tough part. You, you become, uh, you know, like I think my favorite snake in my collection is my original citrus tiger girl. I mean, she's yeah. just, I I could never part with her. That was ever, dude. Like, what is it? I sent um I sent Talon on breed loan to Buddy, and he's like, "Send right. me Trinity." I'm like, "Over my dead body." <laughs> like, <it's> like, <laughs> he's like, "Why not?" Never. You are never right. getting her. You're right. you're lucky. You have him. Like that. that right. That's my original <laughs> pair. Like, get right. the hell out of here. So it's. I would almost prefer to start kind of maybe sending certain animals to people who are going to appreciate them and stuff like that and help with other breeding projects. Like if somebody came up to me and said that they're working at this project and they've been working like crazy and they can't seem to find a good caramel something or other, they might be able to pull one away from pull one of my adult animals away from me because now I know she's going someplace good. It's going to treat her that she's part of a project that's really good. That's that's working. She's still building, contributing and stuff like that, as opposed to like, I mean, I would totally not mind if they went someplace that was just a good home, but right. you know, I would almost not want her to just to go randomly to some dude at a snake show. Like, right. yeah, yeah, it's it's um, easier to give snakes to friends. <laughs> like, it's so yeah, much right? easier yeah. than than to like sell them to strangers. Like, I think uh, Buddy came well, over the other day, and I had mm-hmm. one super caramel jag that I was on the fence about selling just because he had um, he when he got really excited, he had really bad Nero. And okay. Buddy got a caramel female from me, and I'm like, "Here, take him too." And she, he's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, to "Take him too." He's a little wonky, but you know what? They'll make a good pair. They're half siblings, but that's not. That's all right. So yeah, he took him too. So, so when I was at Matt's, mm-hmm. right, he he pulled out the Sumatran <clears throat> um, that I gave him yeah. a while back. And it, oh man, it's big. Yeah. So I, every year I try to, uh, I try to help Matt out with, see, I, I enjoy it. Right. The sexing you know, of the cool the, guy. Yeah. I, I, you know, I like hanging out with him and, um, you know, uh, help sex in you know, bloods is, is typically pretty to get three person you know? job. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I like the experience, you know, and yeah. I don't know if I'll ever have short tails again, you know, but, um, you know, you know, me and short tails, we kind of didn't get along. But, yeah. um, anyway, I, I still appreciate how they're amazing snakes. And like, I, I, you know, we, we say this all the time, but like on all seriousness, man, his, his collection is it's gorgeous. Off fucking gorgeous. Ground, and in his, <laughs> his basement is like immaculate. Like I wish my collection was that clean. Like, are you kidding Dude. me? And his, so I saw his roughies <laughs> and I saw the cage, which was badass. I know man. he had like this naturalistic rock. Yeah, rock I know. I, I, I know you sort of have that rock. I, I, too, right? I, my, my one friend was taking apart one of those cages by design cages and they come with these like rock ledges 
And he's yeah. like, oh, I'm getting rid of these because he had monitors and they like they carved them all up. And I'm like, right. I'll take them. They have these bolts that come in the back that you're supposed to like put through the screen and like twist to tighten them. I went and I got a right. diamond cutter for my Dremel and just cut the bolts off the back and then put a shit ton of like nice. industrial strength <laughs> adhesive and just like right to my the Man side drop. of my cage. And um, I put the roughy male in there first because I haven't put the female in the cage because I'm nervous. Um, and he <laughs> he went on the rock and he was sitting there and he was perfect. I'm like, ah, oh, yes. And then I come in yeah. later and he's on top of the cork bark that he had in his old cage. I'm like, no, get back on your rock. <laughs> like, no, nice. be a rough scale. So, but it's, it's really cool. I had to like, um, I clear, I took a clear coat and mm-hmm. I sprayed them all down with that to reseal them. So okay. yeah, but it's still, it, it's like a freaking rock, but he gave me this other one that is almost like if you set it on the ground, it comes to about hip high rock okay. thing and i'm like i have to find uh-huh. a, i have to find a reason to do you like where can i put this like what what right. animal cage can i build now like it this right. is bad dude like it's so. yeah it's um so yeah so when i was when we we're there obviously mm-hmm. his, his 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 actually when i when i came down into his basement and you, you look at the rough cage right he sort of has like you know the rock yep. background yep. the the uh, universal rock background yep. and he, i think he has a legendary but he has like these like forked um you know, logs type of thing. Mm. And that Ruffy was just like draped. Yep. Kind of like when we saw that Darwin carpet, yeah. it was just draped across the lot. Oh, it looks so big. I know. I, 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 and he's like, do you think it's big enough to breed? I said, absolutely, absolutely bro. <laughs> his, his is right on level with mine. Um, oh yeah. It's ready to dude, go. I can't, I can't, I'm nervous and I can't freaking wait because I remember we, we went through her last year. She was like 800 something grams. And then mm-hmm. Uh, I weighed her after breeding season this year after I put a bunch of food to her. She's over a thousand uh-huh. now. And I'm like, yes, yes. Nice. <laughs> like you just nice. please let me mess <laughs> up and do it again by accident. Like, please. Right. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So then there was the Borneos, mm-hmm. obviously. You know, and like the shit that he produced this year, man, or last year, twenty twenty. The the, the like, extreme gene the marble. marble. Yeah. Extreme. Oh my god, man. Yeah. Apparently, it's hard whole... to give the sell things to people. So it's like, because I know some people were like, oh, uh, dude, trying to wrestle them away from him or something like that. But you talk about holdback stuff. Like, Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. And then, so we're looking at that, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then we sexed a bunch of stuff. But we also looked, like I was saying earlier, his bow is, and like he started. And again, I, I honestly, I, I was just blown away by like the. Just the look, like, just the oh my god, man! Like the tail with the the, the color red, of the yeah. red was so intense. It was, I was like, wow! If I didn't have carpets, that's what I would be keeping because it was just, it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. And then um, he also had a, a um, a mo- not a mochine, a, a mocha. Is it the mo- what is the mocha? I thought he had the mochino. I know he had the mochino. Mochino. Ro- retake. No, mochino. No one cares. <laughs> I'm not really good with retake Morris, but it's it's. So, so I think if I, if I got this right, mm-hmm. the, the mochino is the mocha and the albino together. Okay. Whereas, like a lot of people don't have this separate gene. I don't know if it's called mocha. 
that's for some reason that doesn't sound right. So I'm probably saying it wrong. Probably messing up something rather, probably yeah. like, why are you so dumb? <laughs> <laughs> I can't understand. <laughs> why are you so stupid? <laughs> and say it correctly. I will break you in half. These are retics for muscle men, <laughs> not for you girly man carpet people. Well, yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I yeah, right. Agree. <laughs> um, but anyway, the uh you know, uh, it was, I was just amazed that dude, that snake was so nice, man. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I, like, that's the problem. If Owen sees this retake, he's going to want to buy no, this. He's going to say, done. get rid of this no, pine and bring this we're one done. in. We're done. It's the problem with retakes is, is that they get big enough that they will look fantastic. They are gorgeous animals and I don't oh, care yeah. what the hell it is. Um, yeah. I saw a pied golden child or something today. Okay. And it was a low expression. So it was basically a golden child, but it had white, a white belly that creeped up the sides in certain areas. Okay. It looked All cool. Right. It looked cool. So right. I have never seen a retic morph or color pattern that I didn't think was cool looking. Oh, okay. It's just the yeah. animals themselves suck. So it's <laughs> like, it's just, my, I don't know if mine do. Yeah, mine do. They suck for me. Yeah, I. <laughs> you know, like it. having a big snake like that is just. The worst thing is my 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 one girl old. that I got from Matt. She's a puppy dog, and she's fantastic, and she eats her food, and she didn't decide that she could force her glass to explode out and riddling glass everywhere. Like right. it's, but it, it, it they are gorgeous animals. Even the pied looks very very pretty, but. Right. They're not for me. So yeah, they're, they're beautiful snakes. Yep. Man. I, want, beautiful. I, want I say a lot of times, like the natural retic is probably one of the prettiest yeah. pythons yeah. there is. Some of the, you know? stuff, I mean, some of the locality stuff that Gav, uh, that Garrett's working on, they're really really pretty. That um, was it. The Zoo Dreams one that he did with um, Forest. Yeah, I, those are gorgeous. Like it's, yeah. I still have those those from the ones from him. That are, yeah, they're they're really yep. nice, man. Still, oh, no, I'm done. I'm done. That one retic yeah. staying as a pet, but everybody else can get the hell out of here. Well, the cool thing about those is like that's one of those things. Like Garrett sent them to me because you know he heard me talking about right, it. and then you can send them back. I messed up. I know. <laughs> it's like it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Trust like, me. Uh, hey Garrett, right. send me the mail. I'm gonna try to breed it, and then here, take these all back. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yep. So I could check them off the list. Now. Yeah, exactly. You're like retakes. <laughs> have you ever bred retakes? I have. Yes, well, I that's have. good thing. And really, at the end of the day, who really gives a no fuck? Gives a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I know. I don't know. Why do I think I have to somehow have bred this right. in order to get somebody? Like, be like, oh, you've only bred thirteen python species. <laughs> right. Like, no, it they don't like, give hmm. shit. But it's nice to say. That after a certain point, it's the, it's the, I heard these are hard, or I heard these pythons suck. And to change it to, eh, they're okay, or when I worked with them, they were like this. It, right. it, 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 it makes you more legitimate in my eyes. It's, I had them, I kind of thought they were like this. Now you have a valid opinion on a species, as opposed to somebody who's like, well, I heard from this guy I know from this guy I know from this other right that he kept one once and it was right. like this, you don't fucking know. So, right. Yeah. Well, anything that I've ever kept has been to 
to better understand my Moralia. <laughs> right? Yeah. Really, I mean, I love pythons. I love all pythons. I love snakes, you know, but I'm not keeping every species of snake. Like, I see you and Riley talk all the time. You're talking colubrids, and it's great. I love it. You know what I mean? And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, wow, that's a cool snake. That's a cool snake. Right. You know, you guys are back and forth. Kribo, Eastern, you know, you know, all these different hognose, Madagascar, this and that, and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like. Dangerous for Riley. He's looking up some of the shit that we're talking about. Yeah, because some of them, it's like, well, they're rumored to be in U.S. herpetoculture, and he goes, "Really?" And it's like, you know, he's like, <laughs> "You can see the grind, the, the gears grinding." You know, and I'm like, and dude, I'm like, we just did a whole episode that these things are long black coach whips that live in trees that don't want to be like, like you can't handle these right now, dude. Like, right? No, no, no. See, I have no interest in keeping exactly. It. <laughs> like, dude, it's an awesome snake, dude. Right. Bro, half the shit you'd have to do to pull these things off. Yeah, but I could totally do that, Owen. I don't need a closet. I'm like, you, you kind of do. Like, it's it's that kind of but stuff. So, I guess my point is, is that if I think about it, like, does it does it make me less legitimate because I don't keep no. Kribos? or no. does it make you less legitimate because you don't keep? Uh, I don't Not know. You uh, said uh, Weston Simpsons, you, you know. All right, well. It's, it makes me extremely less legitimate because I can't breed IJs. Like, it, of course it does. <laughs> but, um, no, it's it, – and that's the thing is that you need to look at it. I think everybody gets pigeonholed, and this is what is my corner of the reptile hobby, and this is how things are done in my little corner of the reptile hobby, and they don't branch out. Like we just talked about with the whole fish thing. That's not – I didn't invent this. This is not a new thing. Right. It's just I tried it with Morelia. And then, you know, it's probably not even a new thing there. It's just I took pictures. So Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's probably some guy somewhere in his house. He's like, I, Man, I can't get these things to eat. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, it's – Little Susie. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't like that goldfish, did yeah. you? No. Okay. Oh, no. Bring it over here. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's like – I think you need to experience other species and other types of snakes to learn things to bring back to your core species. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like for me, like, you know, when we were talking to people and all the time, I would be like, we would, we would kind of like, we would say things because we heard it like ball pythons were easy to breed, right? Ball pythons are easy to breed. They were at the time for us, but right. But here's the thing. I've never bred ball pythons. I've never bred them. (laughs) So how do I know? I don't know. I dude, I could suck at it. I could, I could be the worst ball python breeder in the planet. I think of Rico, right? Rico. I remember Rico. I I think he said it on the show. If not, we probably said it when we were at Tinley or something like that. But I remember him saying like, get him to breed his, He's like, oh my god, I've bred these, you know, hard to breed chondros, and I've bred so many clutches of these, and I've bred these emerald tree bows, and I've bred so many, you know, uh, litters of these. Uh, I can't get these to breed, <laughs> you know, or like he was having a hard time with them, yeah. or they just, you know, like, I, I got, I got olives this year. My cow kings did shit. Yeah, yeah. You supposed yeah. to breed those with your? I only got one clutch of corn snakes. I have two females. Right. right. So is that because you focused on the eyes, yeah, or is probably. that because yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what is that? What is that? To be completely honest, it's probably because I wasn't paying too much of close attention to the colubrids. Um, I was just like, meh, <laughs> like, there you go. Right. We started to get cocky. It's like, You, you ah, do, you and know. you do, and you stop. Like, how many times did I, this year, I really focused on my temps, and I really focused on the animals, and I got a ton of carpet clutches. Yeah. 
So, you know, most of the time I just phoned it in and boy, go in with girl. Like, and it's. Yeah. 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 I I don't know. Like this season, I'm kind of like tempted to sort of like maybe do like two pairs or something. I was thinking about I that. I, I'm just, yeah, I'm just punishment. So I'm like, I'll, I'll cool it down this year. 24 pairs. 24 pairs. What? Like, but if you decide like, I remember the year. Like, year i took off and didn't breed everybody's like oh my god i can't believe you're not breeding and i'm like dude it's like you cannot breed a season like, there's no rule that says once you buy these snakes you, you must, must breed them every, them every year every I'm year you <laughs> kneel down you must take this you snake and breed it every year yeah, somebody's gonna kick in your door i heard you didn't breed these snakes every year and take them all like, listen, Hobbit. Hey, listen, you Hobbit. There was an agreement. <laughs> you you signed here that you would. Yeah, it, no. You can skip a season. You can tone it down a season. You can you can hold after you get a bunch of babies. You can wholesale them all and just relax. It doesn't matter. They're your snakes. Like it, right. no one is telling you what to do, and you don't have to listen to anybody. You know who is telling you what to do? Me. Oh, what? Boom. <laughs> you do you. you, boom. Do you boom. <laughs> That's right. And now we're full circle. Yep. And now we've come full circle in this crazy ravings of a show that just went insane. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's that's always the fun one. So yeah. hopefully we have a lot of topics there that you guys can uh you know uh, discuss. Think yeah, about discuss and, you know. EMPR chat, if you will, or on various Facebook pages. Don't just right. you know post other people's podcasts in the NPR chat. What? Nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> somebody, oh, somebody posted uh, up somebody else's time. Gumbo keeps popping up in the NPR chat. It's not like I'm going to start a fight with them soon. Uh-oh, yeah, the gumbo. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize it. I didn't think. I didn't know they were coming for us. But I let yeah. my guard down. Don't worry, I will crush them. You know what's weird about their mix, yep. right? I think um, James is sort of like you mm. in a way that, like, he's like the sarcastic. Uh, comic relief type of thing like he's that. definitely not you though no, of course you know, he's definitely not you like he's got a lot a lot of no, room to, to grow man yes let's do our amateur hour over there for for him as compared to you you know what i'm saying i know but <laughs> we always put these little tidbits at the end of the show so when people say we they listen, that, like, like, bullshit. i heard the show did you <laughs> it's like it's bullshit <laughs> Uh, you listen. It was uh, I put up the Brett um, Bender texted me. He's like, uh, "What's up with the goldfish?" And I told him everything about it. And then he listened to last week's episode. He goes, "You know, you can just tell me to shut up, to listen to the show, right?" <laughs> What's the fun in that? Like, uh, no, yeah, I don't right. want to talk about it because I like talking about it. And then I want sure. to listen to the show and realize that you could have just waited. Like, no, 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 no. We're gonna have our time, and then I'll right. check to see if you actually listen. But what's funny is, is like, you know, April's sort of like, you know, she's sort of, she's sort of like the, per, like, not saying that we're the same, yeah. but like, we sort of have like the same type of personality where right. she's just like, you know, it's like happy and April's asking questions. The, April, April and is the happy calming force. Yes. I understand. Right. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, and then, the, you know, James is, but he's the host. So I'm right. like, hmm, you know, this dynamic. It's really, it's really like if I took over. Yeah. 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 Be like, I'd be like, come on, Owen. No, but dude, they, they, I told you they're coming for us, so they must be crushed. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Game on. Yeah. Is that why they said our website by, you know, oh, wait, we got to clear this up too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because apparently they said this on the thing. Right. First of all, we got our stones busted, and rightfully so, for the calendar. But they're in the process of being printed. So, yeah. There so you go. Fight me. That's cool. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, we have a track record of, I guess, I guess James got one calendar in uh, January 31st oh. or something. And he gets oh, super, you're super said, butthurt about it or something. calendar in March. All right. Shut up. And I go host. <laughs> Shut up. I make sure that everybody that is their snake is in the January one gets theirs first. <laughs> they they gave me a calendar once where they, they went through and purposely put a ball python in there. And mine was the only calendar with a ball python in it. Did you get that one? That's yeah, when Casey printed it. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I burned it. I was, I thought yeah. for some reason, I, I thought, I thought you mixed it up. Did yeah. I give that well, to Owen? I thought or you did. Whatever. But. Wasn't it a ball python? Yeah. It was a it's a white ball python with a hat on. With a hat, like it was, yeah, <laughs> pissing me off. <laughs> Whole month I was mad. It's like <laughs> my, my sister, right? Yeah. She's getting into reptiles too, right? And she's got geckos and a couple turtles and stuff like that. And she sends me the picture, mm. and I said, "Listen, do me a favor." No, <laughs> I said, "If you're at Carpet Fest or you're ever around Owen, never, never, ever." Show him. I said, you know, like how gremlins are. You don't feed them after midnight. Never. You never feed them after midnight, and you don't get them wet. <laughs> never show Owen a picture yeah. of a snake with a top hat no, no, no. or a mustache. Yeah, no, no, he will lose his mind. There's a reason. There's a reason I don't. There's a reason I listen. I love Western hog noses. I cannot right. get them because right. the future. Every time you look, McIntyre has threatened. To, to put shit on them and take pictures, I can't. I can't. I cannot have it. Oh. I can't. Not in my house. Like, it, oh and she'd do it too. And then I'd have to eat. I'd have no. I no divorce. It's like he just no. I'm gonna put it out there, Mr. Stone. Maybe we should buy a couple no, hot no, 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 for, no, no, for a wedding present. No, 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 no. no. And it isn't her. No, 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 no. no. I'm okay. Thank you. So he'll be like all happy on his wedding day. He'll be like, I hate you, all of you. Yeah, now I'm just mad. Like, yeah, no. No, we wouldn't do that. Anyway, told her not to do that because you would probably punch her in the face. She's like, oh, really? He hates him that much? I said, oh, man. I hate people who are like, I said, the only thing he hates worse is Bigfoot. So your father likes to just troll me on that too. But but, what I don't understand is somebody looks at a, a snake and goes, I know what that thing needs. A unicorn hat. It's like, what? No! Wait, huh? <laughs> it, it's like how you watch, it's like when you see the picture of the wolf and it's like, I'll just get close to the fire and then the next picture is like the pug with like drooling and it can't. <laughs> it, it's right. it, on one page you have like a beautiful like rock python that's killing a gazelle and then you've got a derpy white ball python <laughs> wearing a freaking unicorn hat and it's like, where... Where that is a predator. Like, why did you do that to that animal? My favorite is the little mustache. No. <laughs> the black mustache on the white snake, the little somebody, mustache. Somebody at one point looked at a western hog and goes, I could bet you I could balance a small mustache on there. Who thinks like this? <laughs> Anytime I see one of those pictures, I see I hear like, yeah, Mugsy, it's curtains for you, baby. <laughs> 
do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Like, I don't know. No. Just, it's, mm. Give me a rat. Give me a snake. No, give me a snake. I don't care what it is. Even if it's a fish, I don't care, baby. Give me whatever I need. No, no, no. It's dumb. It's like, it no, is dumb. People who put clothes on their snake. <laughs> oh. Okay. Now I'm mad. Anyway. Like, <laughs> See now I got him pumped up. Now he's coming for you, Gumbo Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Get your own uh, cat. No, that's great. No, nothing but love. Nothing but love. See, then you say it at the end to see if they listen that far. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, so hopefully we'll have calendar soon. Um yeah, I know. I I'd lo- I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I'm at a loss. Um it seems like they and, uh, keeps happening. <laughs> it's just I'm going to throw this last bombshell out there. I'm thinking about deleting my Facebook pages. Do it. Obviously, we'd keep MBR because that's that's a different yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm thinking about deleting Your my personal. EB Morelia on all social media yeah. and just putting it on my website. You can do that. If you want to see what I got going on, go to my blog. You can do that. I think for the next month, I'm going to spend, if you want to see what I have, what I'm doing, go to my website. If you if you um, want to correspond with Eric, you have to send a pigeon, and he will write yes. on the little leg and send it back. That's just perfect. Yeah. I have a little uh, little. I have one of those little fountain pen yeah. things with the <laughs> it's, it's, little it's, feather it's, on the end. It's an ostrich feather, so it's huge. <laughs> it's just like, yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm using a cassowary feather. <laughs> Everything Australia it always has to go back to Australia. It, is, it just needs to be larger than you. Right. So it's like you're you're writing and we can see it like over your shoulder. Like that's all it's moving around. Exactly. But he's right. writing furiously. You see this feather just like bobbing around. Like yeah. I'm taking notes in the field exactly. and all of a sudden some male cassowary is trying to breed me. Ah, <laughs> nope. <laughs> you're on your own. Oh, geez. This, this ended badly. <laughs> Tell Dory how you died. Like that's it. So yeah. Oh boy. Um. So yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, good stuff. So our next episode is either going to be uh, Francis Pringle. Bounce him. Good. No, just cut it. AKA. Um, other buddy, the other buddy. Yeah, well, you know, if we <laughs> is it the other buddy or just other buddy? Either one. He answers to both. So I think we should call him other buddy because it sounds like the nutter, nutty buddy, <laughs> nutty buddy, not nutter buddy. <laughs> it's just like other buddy, like he's a candy bar or something. He's a nutter butter. Yeah, I yeah, that's I prefer, it. I prefer butter. the other buddy, um, just because it was funny when he when we met him and he kept trying to introduce himself as buddy. And I said, no, 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 we already got one of those. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so. Oh, poor buddy. He takes so much abuse. Does. But anyway, he's going to come on. He's going to talk he about and watches my snakes for me when I'm gone. And I just, and, and what's it like to uh, be a snake watcher for and it's Mr. McIntyre? He thinks Melissa is going to be any nicer to him. And that's not going to happen. It's she's worse. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. So, but he keeps some chondros, yep. keeps some carpets, Leechianas. keeps some what? Leechianas, yeah. some tree vipers. He's bred that. Yeah, yeah. He did the eyelash vipers. Yeah. So, so if we, um, if we, have to, yeah. If we have to cut his episode or bounce him, I don't think he'll mind. He's only been praying to get on NPR for like 10 years. Yeah. yeah. I think he asked a couple questions. <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> like he used to call in. Yeah. But it's, it's, 
he's 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 excited because he says I have to be nice to him for the whole hour or two hours. And I asked him, I'm like, have you listened yeah, you to the show? <laughs> like, it's like, no, I don't. I'll be nice no, to you, other buddy. No, this is my show. Anyway. Right. Um, so, yeah, and then we have the anniversary show. Yes. Um, we get to listen to past cool. episodes where you and I have said stupid things. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Yep. They had an actual Eric and Owen day. <laughs> <laughs> it was when we became friends on Facebook. Yes, yeah. on Facebook. Oh, then it was my official. God. And that must have happened right after we recorded that that one episode or something, or even before. It, it yeah. had to happen around this time because this is when we recorded. So, so we're not going to call it the anniversary show anymore. We're going to call it Aragon Owen Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a holiday uh, in Morelia yeah. circles. <laughs> yeah, all Morelia people are expected to give presents. Yeah. You know? <laughs> In the form of other Morelia. Morelia. Two, <laughs> yeah. two others, yeah. Everybody trade Morelia on Eric and Owen Day. Right. That's how it works. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Just I've give, a, give a Morelia to somebody else. Exactly. Give them to somebody you love. Yep. So, um, so yeah, we have that in the works. Um, as far as our website, um, I want to make sure that everybody understands. It's either MoreliaPythonRadio.com mm-hmm. now or MoreliaPythonRadio.net. <laughs> Um, so you can go to either one, and it'll take you to the same page. Um, I hope I, I didn't do confusion by telling everybody we had really put that radio dot like edu. So <laughs> they're like, wait a minute, <laughs> we're starting a college, guys. So yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, you can go there and uh, check check out what's going on, um, what we have going on. Cool. Um, and uh, what else? I think that's it for that. Uh, uh, obviously, what? Oh yeah, Teespring store. Um, check that out. Um, and actually, it's pretty cool. Like, I haven't been there in a while. And then I went and logged in and I was like, oh, we made some money. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I threw up a bunch more of the old Carpet Fest t shirts on there, as well as Rogue t shirts and stickers and bullcrap. Um, oh, and then, go uh, it yeah, it's all in there. It, it won't pop up on the page. Like, I can't get it to pop up on the front of the page. So I may have to have you dig around in there and see what you can do. Um, oh, yeah, I know what. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, because okay. okay. I want to get that going, and then I am talking with a few people because we do have a design for quarantine carpet fest T-shirt. So I'm talking to a few people about getting that uh, cleaned up and get that going. So we'll let you guys know when those shirts and items are going to be available as well. Cool. Yep. Cool. 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 Sweet. Um, so yeah, and then for uh, you can follow us on all the social media stuff uh, with, under Morelia by the radio. Um, and for myself, it's ebmorelia.com. Um, and my email is eric at ebmorelia.com. And what else? Uh, you can listen to Student of the Serpent. You can listen to Colubrid Corner. You can listen to all the shows on the Morelia Python Radio Network. Carpet Cliff Notes, Student of the Serpent, Morelia Python Radio, Colubrid Corner. More to come. So definitely go check out all of those different podcasts. Some that include me, some that include Eric, some that include me and Eric. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Some that have Rob, some that have Riley. Some that don't have them. Like, yeah, it's. So there we go. And um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Um, So that's all I got. All right. So for me, you can go to rogue-reptiles.com and rogue-reptiles on facebook.com. You can also check out rogue underscore reptiles on Instagram. Uh, 
I have a couple of babies still for sale, but I am dwindling. I am running out of kids. So there's a couple caramel stuff and uh, jungles that I did with that joint pairing between me and Joe Phelan over at Port City Pet. So definitely go check those out. They're going to be good looking animals. Um, so with that, I will say thank you all for listening and we'll catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python radio. Good night.